Folks, well, welcome on back to that another episode good. of the Dead Kids of Zuri. Very scary stuff. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. And this this is the movie that Stephen King actually went to court for, wanting his name removed. Oh shit! On oh, multiple shit. occasions. This is definitely this year's Maximum Overdrive. Not quite for the same reasons. But- Not quite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Close, but not exactly there. Close, yeah. kind of, sort of. Stephen King did a whole bit of, scar- of Scarface with the cocaine because of this movie coming out, not during this movie. Exactly. <laughs> he was trying to numb the pain. Yeah. You can't numb pain this big, unfortunately. Make the lawnmower man go away. Aw. It's monkey boy. Man. The monkey's Classic. my favorite part of this whole movie. What, the monkey stuff? Yeah. Yes. I was so excited, and then you know what happens. Thank the monkey. They you were excited, the disappointed, and sad all in the span of like a minute and a half. I was. Mm. I was. I got it. Like, he's a badass monkey, though. Like, Tron monkey. What? Tron monkey. Robochimp. Robochimp. Robo Robo I, w- I would love to see like a movie version where it's all about uh, all about this uh, monkey uh, chimp. And, then yeah. let's make it. There, there was a uh, there was an indie movie a couple of years ago called Megafoot. Anybody remember that? I do. Vaguely. No. Cy- Cyborg slash Bigfoot. It looked yeah. Promising. Yeah, it was. I mean, I went through a phase where I was watching a lot of like Bigfoot films, and I'm like, let's see, like how in that spectrum. Suburban Sasquatch took the cake, but that one was actually really nuts, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is uh, one of the film. first movies that ever did CGI. Yeah. yeah. It's it's right in there. It's 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 pre-Jurassic <laughs> Park CGI, which was yeah. the rare thing. And you have Brett Leonard, uh, who directed this. Uh, I mean, you know, he, he's actually a good director. I really liked... Uh, the Pit, uh, which is actually a great little horror movie. Yeah. And um, actually, if memory serves correct, I believe Brett Leonard was one of the killer clowns in Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That he was. That he was. That that does ring true, sir. Also, another thing is that he did another movie that dealt a lot with... Uh, and, and I, know, love, I actually love this movie Hawk's about to say. A virtuosity. As from a kid, I lo- Save 6.7. I've always, yes. the best thing fucking what's-his-name's ever done. Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe, except for beating up the hotel guy. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Russell Crowe in that movie so fucking much. He was very cool. He, he, yeah. he made that movie. I mean, he was dark, you know, funny. Yeah. Yeah. Virtuosity was, cool. was in 1995. This was in 1992. So it was three years later that he did that. Yeah. 
Virtuosity was kind of a difficult title because it didn't sell all over the world very well. And it was released as uh, Sid 6.7, I believe, in Australia. Yeah, it's a lot for people to say sometimes, Bill. Yeah. You know? But yeah, look at this. The monkey takes the dude's gun and blasts him. That's the monkey style. kills the security guard. I always, the security guy was monkeying around. <laughs> I always Honestly, do. if I was a monkey, that's exactly what I'd do, too. And then Fuck he, you. And, and then you captivity. And then you smear poop on him. Dookie. You have to. You call it Dookie at the, this time in life. So, so wait, my you're territory. Saying, wait, you're saying that the, the, the monkey went apeshit? <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just making sure that we got all the puns down. Yeah. Dad puns are coming in hot and early. Heck yeah! I'm going <laughs> to smack the shit. Oh, talk. Hey, hey, hey. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. I mean, I don't let you. I only let certain people smack the monkey, so, you know. Smacking the monkey? Huh? Oh, my God. Hawk's an animal tonight. <laughs> he is. A wild one. He is, he is a hawk. Those symbols that they're using are real mythical symbols. Are they? Yeah, they were taken out of a book, apparently. Oh, the Maria style. And then, <laughs> if, then if you say those symbols backwards, we then have the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Someone obviously did it. Produ- the production. I love that. I want to just see one day. I want to hear a story about like production designer being like, "Yeah, I pulled all these runes out of a book. I don't know what they're gonna get." And then all of a sudden, a demon pops up on set, just like. What the hell, man? Hey, right. dudes. Hey, dudes. How about put me in the movie, man? Exactly. I'm a demon. I can play the demon. I am com- a demon. It comes out and immediately it just like runs up to the director and starts talking like James Wood. He's like, hey, man, look, look. All right. I don't know how much more time I have over here, but listen, listen. Just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. This is about me. This is about me. I have a movie pitch, okay? Before they send me back down, I just want to throw this out there to you. You get my people. You get your people. That would be hilarious. We should make that movie. There you go. Let's oh, dude, we just—that's <laughs> great, man. I want to see it. <laughs> I like James Woods. James Woods. James He's not Woods as like as he used to be. Yeah, he but hey, one thing about James is he always has wood. I do. <laughs> I may be the great value, James Wood, but I have wood and plenty of supply. Yes, that's the thing. Hmm. Wow. And of course, here we got Pierce Brosnan, okay, pre-Bond. Uh, yeah. Pre, just? No, actually, that's a few years. A few, uh, yeah, few years, away. years later. Die Another Day is quite a, what, 96? This might be pre-Bond. I think it was. This could be pre-Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah this no, was pre-Bond. No, this is totally pre-Bond, but he's still Absolutely no, pre-Bond. I mean, no shirt on, half the Pierce movie. Bro- I, you know, I never liked, I only liked Pierce Brosnan in, uh, El Matador, I think it was called it the Matador. Anybody the Matador. That? I love to hate him in Mrs. Doubtfire. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I, in that. He, I, I never found him likable till that role. <clears throat> it was Actually, a run by fruiting. Classic. Rest in peace. Actually, the funny thing about Pierce Brosnan is, uh, way back when. Um, Oh, before, when Roger Moore became Bond, they actually wanted Pierce Brosnan to be mo- Bond at that moment. Really? But he was doing the TV series Remington Steel. Yeah. And because he was still on contract, they went with the Roger Moores. But he did finally become Bond years later. 
Maybe. But yeah, he was he was a prime candidate, you know, early on, actually, if you really think about it. I mean, I liked him. I mean, you know, 007, I, I, GoldenEye, I, I fucking loved. You know, I thought that was a great Bond movie. Cheesy, but fun. Yeah, I only I remember the game. The game, the game GoldenEye? Oh, yeah. yeah. My brother was addicted to that on the that N64. Was that was a big, that was like, yeah. That Legendary. Was huge. Yeah. Legendary. Legendary. Oh, did you know that this movie has like three games? Yeah. What they made? I have no idea. Well, I mean, people oh. just love playing with lawnmowers. I mean, <laughs> it's really, you know, people love to mow the lawn. You know, oh, I, wait, you know cut, cut it nice down. <laughs> I had the Super Nintendo one. I remember that vividly. I had the Super Nintendo lawnmower man game. Was it awesome? No. No. <laughs> I can't imagine. It's as good as the movie. How is that? It was, it was about as good as any movie tie-in game was, which wasn't always was wasn't great. Um, it was like the equivalent of like Super like LJN for Super Nintendo, as they as it was for regular Nintendo. I mean, it was not the greatest. It was playable. It was fun, but it just like it was maddening. I just remember it being maddening all the time. Well, it was a lot like another video game tie-in game, I would say, was playable, but not great, which would be Friday the 13th. Yes. Um, I would put it in the same category, like, okay, it's a game, and I'm playing it. How the fuck do I win? I, I still don't know to this day how you fuck you beat Friday the 13th Part 3 or the Lawnmower Man for Super Nintendo. There is no beating Lawnmower Man. Because it's just frustrating. I think the only other one I could remember. It was probably cha- the Chainsaw on Atari, because that was just the music and that just I still I still have nightmares. I feel you, bro. E.T. the game. Oh. That's good stuff. I think video games are a very relevant topic of conversation with this because this like centers around like the early thoughts on virtual reality. Absolutely. Virtual reality, gaming, um the whole yeah, kit and caboodle. Yeah, well I mean the the thing is that uh this is I mean, the whole thing about sci-fi is, you know, having an idea of what the possibilities you can do with computers, with technology. And virtual reality was one of those early things that everyone's like, you know, how cool it is if we could actually do that. And, of course, you know, nowadays we actually got got it. I mean, back then they toyed with it. Same thing with 3D, and it was kind of rudimentary, but... Yeah. Uh, that's why it hasn't quite aged as well as one would like, but uh, I, I mean, mean, it was good for the time, I think, from my yeah. memory. I mean, I think it was pretty much where VR, I mean, special effects really was around that time. Yeah, many, no. Uh, how many people here have tried virtual reality? I know it's kind of more of a bigger deal now. I, yeah. I, tr- I tried it recently, and it was pretty Never cool. Have. I tried virtual reality when I was dreaming. Does that count? No. Yeah. Can we just can we just like obliterate the elephant in the room real quick? Sure. How how much is wardrobe up front? He looks like Simple Jack. Yes, yes, he does. Oh he I'm does. sorry. I'm, okay, okay. It how, makes my eyes rain. <laughs> even even with the hair. Okay, how how much we want to bet that Ben Stiller literally watched this movie before Tropic Thunder? Hands fucking and, down. It was yeah. halfway between. It was halfway between Lawnmower Man and I Am Sam. It was. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, that is like the only question I want to ask Ben Stiller if I see him is, okay, when you were doing Tropic Thunder and you had to do I Am Jack, uh, you know, fake trailer, you watch Lawnmower Man for the the get-up. Come on, dude. We know it's the truth. But the thing that's interesting about this movie, Fahey has those eyes. And he knows how to, I mean, he, he plays a great villain in pieces. He can be extremely sympathetic. And this is a very sympathetic character. And, you know, personally, um, with, with, with this emergence, this cocoon-like transformation that he goes through, it's definitely one of the more entertaining aspects I really find about the Long Hour Man. I know this. I remember when they did the second one, when they did, I think it was Job's Revenge. I don't know right. if memory serves correct. And it just, it didn't stand up well, but it was, I still found it a lot of fun visually. But Fahey does a damn good job. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's classic. And, also- and, he, and one, one of the uh, things uh, about this, which uh, we just saw, is one of the uh, biggest. Uh, uh, Stephen King tropes is the uh, fanatic, you know, religious person, which is the priest yeah. in this, which uh-huh. kind of is the care, the guy who is the guardian of yeah. of Job. I mean, you always got to have in the Stephen King movie, e- even if it's only by name only, you got to have a a fanatic, uh, a son of a bitch, uh, wearing a priest's outfit. Needs a crazy guy. It need it needs a fanatic. Absolutely. You're, You're absolutely doomed. right. You're doomed, I tell you. Listen You're to doomed. Christ. Listen doomed. to Christ or you're doomed. You it's- are reading comic books. They are melting your mind. They are driving you to Satan. Yeah, he I'm thinks he's Dr. Fred. Frederick Wortham. <laughs> Look at this. I love this. They should do a little statue uh, action figure of this monkey, dude. With that helmet oh, heck on. yeah. I would yeah, buy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, heck, if they oh, did, I would buy. go out and, and buy one so I can play with my monkey. I Whoa, wish, but I really no. wish that they would have made the movie just about the monkey. But well, seriously, it, it would have been so much better. Yeah, it is a great concept. They should have stuck with it a little more because I a think badass I monkey. Well, like he had an attitude. He had feeling. I, I would watch the entire movie if it was all centered around that. I would yeah. watch that movie hands down. And then it and ends for, with Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yes, yes. Suzanne. So is this post uh, Jane Silent Bob when he when Suzanne goes off on a her own personal vendetta and gets uh, picked up by uh, 007 before 007? Technically, it wouldn't work anyway. No, because this this particular ape we are dealing with in the Lawn Norman is a chimpanzee. Yeah, Suzanne was an orangutan. An orangutan, you're right. But this would even predate that because this predates mall rats by about three years. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, I wonder how long it took for them to do the scenes with the monkeys. Well, I was hoping to find some info, but no, no such luck. Well, I, I'm I'm sure it had a lot to do with a lot of driving with bananas. And I do, uh, he also. He also reminds me of like Trey Parker a little bit. Absolutely, the hair. Yeah, the yes. Era. Even like the like the weird overalls with the bright shirt is like an, a chunk of Trey Parker's life. I feel like there was a point in his life he looked like that for a while. 
He did, and, and Matt Stone had that uh, Jufro that he would where that he rocked for a few years. Wow. I love those early South Parks. They were funny as fuck. Oh yeah, I still, I still love the shit. But eventually, like you know, we know Job Job's going to become sexual Job. They're going to oh, slick yeah. it back. Probably. And, yeah, and right so now I'm, we got I'm, Pierce Brosnan with a blowhorn screaming to say. Job, give me back my monkey. I need exactly. Give me the monkey, Job. Give me the, the monkey, monkey, Job. Come on, Job. And Job's up there, like I'm not giving this monkey back until I fuck it. <laughs> Alex, this was the favorite movie of your favorite cult leader. Oh, Jim Jones, David Koresh. Oh, David Koresh. Yeah. David, David Koresh. Was this was fan. David Koresh's favorite movie. This podcast. I I oh. got a lot because oh. they speak to my inner turmoil. And the fact is, I'm waiting for a comet to come by for a spaceship or pick me and take me back home to the motherland. He's not the comet one. Uh, no, that's Marshall Applewhite. Um, yeah. And his partner, Alexander Huck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Don't tell anybody. The Don't fact know. that David Koresh, like, <laughs> that this is David Koresh's favorite movie, somehow makes total fucking sense. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know why, but it's just like, yeah. Yeah, that guy, those glasses, all those fucking, that harem, totally makes sense. I get it. Twisting of reality, what's real, what's not real. Mm. And they shoot my monkey. That's the worst Damn bastards. <laughs> that monkey's on a rampage. He didn't have it coming, man. He didn't deserve that shit. No, he like hysterical his acting is right here. Like, I was kind of impressed. With the monkey? Yeah. This was a weird time, probably, for being a monkey actor, where they would probably drug you up and throw you around and shit. No, I mean, the way he's reacting to the monkey dying. There was no monkey actor union. <laughs> well, there was always the looming threat of Harvey Weinstein coming around the corner, feeling a little weird, you know? Where's that monkey? That monkey <laughs> exactly. owes me money. It owes me a favor. Exactly, <laughs> sick little bastard. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein would go off and grab that monkey the wrong way. Oh, he'd... Mm-hmm. I bet you he would have. Sick fuck. That's how I go up. Uh, oh, monkey. He ain't Monkey's down. dead. He is in not the down whatever. Cut, the monkey lives. It's like a deleted scene that they added in. The what, they drank him? The, like, he was, like, bleeding, but I guess he, like, lives. Like, he didn't die. Yeah, you know, they they strategically shot him in non-vital organs. Yeah, they're just trying to bring him down. (laughs) There's a deleted scene where Job uh, humps the dead monkey. That's why it's an extra 34 minutes long. Because if you're going to do bestiality, why not throw in a little necrophilia, too? All all you can hear is, is Job like, I love my monkey. I love my monkey. Slap my monkey. Slap my monkey. Slap my monkey. Job's the type of dude that would hear somebody say spank the monkey and then take it literally, you know what I mean? And he was Mm -hmm. start crying. He was he was a he was a little too innocent for what we think of that Job would have been doing to that dead monkey. He wouldn't have done that. No? No, no, the priest the priest would. Oh, the priest would have. I would bet you the priest would be like, Give me the monkey. I mean, priests being what priests are, I would I would imagine he's been inside Job at least. I'm trying to remember. Is that that Dean Norris? Hmm? The priest? Is that Dean Norris? No, I don't think so. 
No, the director. The director is Dean Norris. Talking about the dude that was in Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. The bro- yeah. Playing the brother. Yeah, that's yeah. that's uh, the director, I believe. Okay. I, I was getting... Wait, there's a dude in Breaking. Yeah. Hold on, I have a picture. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, if you really think about it, it's a good cast because Jenny Gale's up Jenny Wright in here, and she, uh, this was a few years after uh, Near Dark. Yeah, and, um, classic. Know, she, yeah, she was great in that. I met her. She was a sweetheart. She came to a rock, one of the early years of Rock and Chalk. She was there. Yeah. She gave me a stone. She gave you a stone. She gave me a little memento in the form of a stone because I was very nice to her. That's good. As long as it's not a kidney stone because they hurt like a motherfucker. I was, I was about to say, man. Better hope that didn't come out of her fucking urethra. <laughs> no, no, no. She, she's, she's really into like some cool, like mystical stuff. And, um, you know, I think she was on the ranch or something like that. And, you know, very, you know, down to earth, you know, she's like, you know, thank you. And, you know, I bought, I bought something off her. I can't remember what. She also gave me a little stone. Nickel bag of fucking crack. <laughs> Nickel bag. Really Fifteen bucks, for little man. Put that oh, shit that in my hand. hand. Okay. A jungle of. Yeah, there's this Pierce Brosnan showing off his sexy chest. Yeah, on. Pierce Brosnan looking good. Breaking shit. Oh, look at James yeah. over there going on Buffalo Bill. I love it. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was asking himself, you know, will you fuck me? I'd fuck me. That's right. <laughs> Cut out a little Crisco, fucking skimmed his nipples with it. Yeah, yeah the, those nips are so hard you can cut glass. Exactly. He's knowing how to party down, man. Job's hair was, <laughs> was originally supposed to be red, but it yeah. didn't did look good on him. On him. It looked like Chucky. It was overall. You would have liked Chucky, yeah. I immediately thought of Charles Lee Ray in, a, like, 13.5 fucking milliseconds of you saying that. I was like, yeah. no. In that wardrobe? I don't think so. I mean, come on, he's a simple Jack. <laughs> yes. Yes, he is so simple, Jack. Simple Job. Simple Job. Job is pretty simple. Yeah. No he denying that. Comic- yeah, he likes comic books. He likes toys. Yeah, yeah no, hey, he likes everyone comic loves comic books. I, I love comic books and toys too, man. But yeah. I don't have the brain of a ten-year-old. Uh, we can argue that a little bit later, James. <laughs> Alex isn't in Gap. You're not in Abigail anymore. I hurt uh, my feelings. <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> I'm fired. You're fired, Alex. You're fired. I really like this actor that's uh, um, Jeffrey Lewis. You know who his daughter yeah. is? Dear Juliet. Juliet Lewis. Juliet, baby. Ah. He, yeah, he did a lot of old, great westerns as well. I mean, you know, it's long career. The family's had a long career in the business overall. Just, just him alone. Her. He's had some great, great stuff in horror over oh, yeah. the years. Yeah, We've got lawnmower. I mean, lawnmower man's probably lowest on the totem pole. He was uh, Mike Ryerson in Salem's Lot. <laughs> he was in Devil's Rejects. He, he's been in a lot of good stuff. Yeah, well, and Zombie loves you know those old great character actors, and he fits in that mold very well. Rest in peace. I think he died less than a year ago. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He did pass away recently. 
It's a shame. Yes. Truly, truly a great, great he, talent he, in the supporting he, area. He was in one of my favorite episodes of Alf. He actually played Willie's boss. Yeah. And he, and he threw out his back at a party. And it was a Halloween episode. So Alf is playing himself. And he's like, let me deal with this. So I hear, uh, you know, Willie works a lot of hours. You know, can we do anything to help him out? He's like, yes, you know, this massage is feeling great. Give him a corner office with the window. I don't have a window. Well, that's your problem. (laughs) I feel like... I I guess... I guess see, the one thing I, I notice uh, about this movie is, especially whenever they're in like the like uh, uh, government uh, warehouse or laboratory, wherever they are, they use a lot of blues. It's like extremely like blue heavy, cold, sinister. The vibe, great in the vibe. I just that... I just confused Jeffrey Lewis with the the, the father of the Arquettes. <laughs> well, that's uh, your. What he wasn't in? He wasn't in Alf. Alf? No. Yeah. Oh, well. But, That's okay. I think he'll forgive you, even though he's rolling up in his grave. Up, he don't, up he don't forgive. No. But Hawkeye Buddy was also in there. Jeffrey Lewis, don't forget. Oh, uh, which buddy? T- uh, Ted Raimi did an episode. Yes, Ted, my, my boy Raimi. Man, I got to say, one of these days, I got to work with that guy. He's awesome. Well, well, I was going to build off of what Matt was saying. Yeah. As we get further and further in the nineties, we're going to stop seeing this kind of lighting. You know, yeah. this is this is going to be one of the last ones where you really get that that those those eighties blues going on, where it's like really saturated blue everywhere. Yeah, doesn't really go down much anymore after this. Yeah, what can I say? Of- I always had the eighties blues deep in my heart. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> But no, it's gonna be it's gonna go to like TV show lighting, which is like not yeah. very flattering. <laughs> did they did they even hire a gaffer? I don't know. <laughs> hey, here here's here's Stephen King trope number two: the redneck asshole townie son of a bitch. Yes, I got like six of those living like fucking next door. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I, I gotta say, him with that tank top with the cigarette, man, it's like, you know, so cliche, it's funny. The fucking John Lennon fucking glasses. I'm almost expecting him to have a shirt that says Sexual Tyrannosaurus. But he no, doesn't. that's on his boxers. I that bet. makes sense. Okay, that adds up. I get it. Now give those glasses back to Ducky and stop being a bully. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Also a fair assessment. Come on, buddy, fill up the tank. <laughs> Oh, he's going to fill that tank up. Better believe. (coughs) Okay, okay, dude. You've got to get the jacket back to the 70s, okay? That jacket is like, it's just screaming too loud. That shit's pure style. What the fuck are you talking about? It's like my grandmother's couch. Yeah. And even your grandmother's couch say, babe, dude, you got to return that shit. He walks no. He walks by women, and their panties immediately just fall off. That's that's exactly what's going on with that jacket. He's a sexual tyrannosaurus, that man. Oh man, if that's the case, uh, how do you think everyone else is smiling internally? Yeah, <laughs> internally smiling. 
Smiling. With a spotless mind. And now that bad guy is a very bad guy when you know when he goes home he's gonna be doing bad things he looks like the dude from Bardillo of Blood yeah he does a little bit oh here's Dean Norris the best goddamn pussy yes (laughs) (laughs) that's so fucking gross I love it I haven't seen that movie in so fucking long Oh, like he's my... sitting there, like squirting suntan lotion on his. Yeah, yeah no, I can barely remember. Steak, like... I like that. But I like the first two Tales from the Crypt movies a lot. Oh yeah, I think Demon Knight's far superior to fucking Bordello Blood. I agree. Bordello Blood's still a good time. Yeah, yeah I don't but I've never seen the other one. But Bordello Blood had Angie Everhard. Okay? Yes, and I've yes, got a did. pleasure walking with her, so that that's going to be a top notch on my belt. I'm there you go. Oh, yeah, Bordello Blood Hook. Yeah, I've seen it. Okay, I thought you did it for some reason. No, no, I've seen it. I've seen that in Demon Knight, but I didn't. I, I, I don't think I've seen them. the third no. one they did. The Ritual, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah with Tim Curry, I, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, What's the, which one has Billy Zane? I confused the two. That's of them. Demon Knight. Demon Knight. Okay. I gotta say, VR in this, you know, reality in the nineties uh, looks like Candyland. Like, you know, you took the Game Boy Candyland and then you put on acid. Yeah. Real VR back then didn't look much different. That looked like fun. That looked like a wild experience. Hey, honey, you unplugged me. Don't unplug me when I'm enjoying my Candyland fetish. I mean, come on. I mean, it's only... We're only, like, really in the infancy of, like, decent VR. Well, I, I was just going to say along those lines, like, keep in mind, this isn't like Jurassic Park came out in 93 and that took a few years to really get off the ground. The technology with computer graphics was really in its infancy and it can really be traced back to Barry Levinson when he produced Young Sherlock Holmes, which has the first. Yeah, first the first dart hallucination with the, the uh, night, the, it, the yeah. stained glass night. That was awesome. It, it, and that was awesome. So. The tech, I mean, and Pixar actually has been around a lot longer than people think because, you know, there's even Puppet Master connections to Pixar, as funny as that sounds. So, you know, and it's visual, figuring out all these visuals, the, there weren't many houses because, you know, this was a technology that was just growing. So what these guys were doing, I applaud them. I mean, it's easy really to make fun at. But to be able to do what they needed to do, because a big chunk of the budget obviously was going into the visual effects. And <clears throat> it's difficult enough trying to find people that, cause you know, there weren't a lot of people that were doing this because they were still, pardon me, um, a lot of practical houses that were still, you know, open. So, you know, there weren't as many visual houses that were open and, um, and I'm, I, it, it escapes me who I, I don't know if it was Hoyt Eaton who had something to do with the visuals behind this, but um, these were pioneer times and they were trying new things. But when Jurassic Park really kind of put everything together, it's like, all right, now we can see what, what we can do with the technology, you know, and how we can further it. 
Yeah. There's actually a fun fact about the people who did the CGI, the CGI company that did this movie it was called Angel Studios. And um, after this movie and like the hit that it was at the time, they decided to start doing video games and they ended up being Rockstar Studios. Yep. Oh. oh, man, Jesse beat me to it. But yep, that right. I had to. I wanted to be the they... cool one, James. But to be hey, fair, Jesse, you're always the cool one. James exactly. just wish he was as cool as you. <laughs> but I was going to point out that Rockstar, when they first started making games, they didn't come out of the gate doing GTA. They were making film ports of stuff like this. And I believe that the first one that they did after they became Rockstar Games was uh, right after this movie had wrapped in 91. They started working on a little on a game for Bram Stoker's Dracula. I could yeah. be fucking wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the first game that. Also, I like that game actually. I didn't hate it. I didn't, I hate, didn't it, hate it. It was fun. And yeah. You played Keanu, if memory serves. Yeah, correct. you played as Jonathan Harker, and you. It was literally just the first half of the movie. You were playing through the castle. It was almost like the poor man's Castlevania. Um, was it Mr. Bones? Oh, that's it. Yeah, Mr. Bones, and then Resident Evil Two. Mr. Bones. That's what they call Pierce Brosnan on Saturdays. That's just... No, that's singular. That's Mr. Bone. (laughs) One bone. (laughs) 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 Ain't ain't the bone want to help me with my lawnmower? Whoa! (laughs) Wow. Wow. Just cutting the grass. Just cutting the grass. Yeah, that got that got dark real quick, man. Damn, I was out of control. <laughs> Come on, Mister, give me twenty bucks. I'll mow your lawn. Oh shit! I'd rather do that than go home and get beaten by my father. Oh, my father <laughs> ever beat a kid with a hat like that? You kidding me? Oh, he'd beat him with the hat like that. Yeah, he gets beat like right here, yeah. and then a backhand. Oh, no, he just throws him. There that you go. ain't no beating. That's love. What are you talking about? Yeah, and, and Pierce Brosnan is just sitting there, standing there watching it. Yeah. He's watching like, it. Yeah, it's another Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> it's another Friday simple, simple Jack looks concerned. Hmm. Job has a playboy he found that is like the holy grail. He would kill somebody for it. Uh, 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 Mr. Brosnan, why is it I have something stirring in my loins? My my my, my guardian, the preacher, won't tell me what it is. You think they do anything it's bad? The devil's Job? snake. You think anything bad happened to Job? Have you read the, the short story? Right, turned. Well, yeah. F- first of all, I uh, the, the character's name wasn't Job, from no? what I remember. No, and also. What I remember from it is the guy could control lawnmower with his mind, but he also ate the grass himself. Joe ate the grass, huh? Yeah, it was so weird. That's why I'm like, you know, I I love Stephen King, but, you know, he didn't always have a knockout-of-the-park <laughs> stories all the time. And, well, and I, think, I mean, that's realistic to character, I think. James I was... Know. Make him was, be what's up, Bill? <laughs> well, was this this short story? Memory serves correct. Was in the other short stories that have uh, n- night shift. It, 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 this it, was yeah. part of night shift. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
wasn't there like a second um when they when they redid the seer well the the book for the second time didn't they add like one or two stories or was it all exactly the same did he add anything to it no no um not to night shift not to night shift there was a reissue of seasons and nightmares and dreamscapes okay where a few things were added that were initially supposed to be there in the first place that weren't when it went to press. Because, like, the way, you, like, a short film, a short story compilation works is, like, the editor obviously has to edit each individual story as it goes. You have a deadline. Mm-hmm. You edit the stories. If the deadline's not met and there's only a couple of things that are kind of left hanging in the air... Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna pull the trigger and say fuck those. You get them on the next press. Good luck. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that that happened for seasons and nightmares and dreamscapes, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, because I heard I heard, read about something about nightmares and dreamscapes, something getting added, but I wasn't sure. If, yeah. In this compilation, if anything was added or not. No, yeah. not at all. Okay. Not, not night shift is is was and has always been exactly what it is. Okay. Now, now, James, you read the original uh, story that this was supposedly based on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm your your honest opinion. Uh, do you think this movie, this just the story? I'm not talking about anything else. This story compared to the original, do you think this is uh, an improvement or worse than? It's an improvement because it's actually. I think, like, I love Stephen King. Um, obviously, duh, I'm here, but, um, (laughs) a lot of his short story stuff doesn't come off quite as well done as the novels. I mean, there's a litany of reasons why that might be like, he doesn't have the time. He just didn't feel like it was or whatever. My, the thing that I think the lawnmower man film does better than the short story is it actually has it's asking a question, and it's a really big question overall, in, in a me- in in a metaphorical way. Whereas the original story had no point, purpose, reason, or whatever. So, and this is one of those rare occasions where the screenwriters and whether he likes it or not, King himself were going for something bigger than he originally envisioned. Instead of trying to pare down his big ass book to fit into a little ass movie. We're taking a 20-page, 30-page, I mean, vaguely remember it not being any longer than that story and etching it out in this hour-and-a-half thing where it does ask some interesting and big questions at the time about technology, the limits of the human condition, and even bigger things like if you're made God, what would you do? Which is eventually, you know, what Job is his hubris leads him to, and that's his thought process. Yeah. You don't get any of that in the short story. No. Not at all. Is there a story about, like, human sacrifice to Pan? No. Or not is that really. something else? That's something else. No, okay. <laughs> yeah. I totally misread Yeah, that's not the one more. <laughs> right. I was like, what? And it's interesting how you, you mentioned that, James, of how, like, even if you look at something like From Beyond, which was Lovecraft, and how that was only, you know, uh, in the pre-title sequence. I mean, that's the whole short story. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, how the hell do you embellish on that and, and make it something? And it's kind of a similar situation, but, you know, I'm sure they have their differences. But um, 
you know, it, it's how do you, how can you take a short story and pull 90 minutes out of it? Um, you know, exactly. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta come at it from a different angle. You need to think yeah. about what's presented to you and then, you know, embellish on it. And I, I mean, honestly, I think sci-fi and horror, they work best when they're asking big questions, when they're, when they're kind of holding up a mirror and going, do you like what you see? Like, I think that's when horror really works its best. I mean, could they have gone like another, like, way with Lawnmower Man and just done like a really dull straight ahead this is guy goes crazy because of technology thing sure but they didn't they did they no. decided to shoot for something bigger and um I think that's cool of it even if the execution isn't exactly uh A plus you know but we deserve RoboChimp we do deserve RoboChimp <laughs> coming I I want RoboChimp but I want I want RoboChimp to talk like RoboCop. <laughs> Freeze, Turkey! You have ten seconds to comply. Like we can even get Peter Weller to play RoboChimp. Like that would be oh, fucking great. I I would love to see that. That'd be hilarious. That's what I'm saying. I watched RoboCop yesterday, so that's why I kind of have the. Better alive, you're coming with me. with me. Yeah, I love that movie so much. You didn't I notice from that massive ED two hundred nine I bought a couple. Of exactly. Ago. So does that mean Pierce Brosnan would be like the ED two hundred nine that has yeah. like uh, like has absolutely. hair on it with like you know like <laughs> absolutely he'd be ED two hundred nine and he would just show up and seems to be like cease and desist. Oh yeah, cease and you desist. You have thirty seconds to comply. 29. Exactly. Exactly. I'll I'll be the guy that I'll buy that for a dollar. Fuck yeah! I'll yes, buy, Alex, you totally would be the buy that for for that that You would. That would be you. Absolutely, <laughs> I see you in that commercial. Like, I buy that for a dollar. <laughs> We're already writing up the proof of concept. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But I mean, there's an irreverence to like this time, like this, like. 88 to like 95 like filmmakers were asking bigger questions in movies and masking it as dumb entertainment and uh, I think that's really cool yeah I, I mean the thing that's great about this time is like you're saying that they're asking big questions but they're masking it in entertainment now they're asking big questions but they just do it as like the main thing it's like totally preachy so yeah, know, no, there's no pre. It's no, it's not subtext anymore. Yeah, like, it's it's all it's right like, on the surface. Yeah, you you go to be uh, entertained, and all you have is someone like, "You should be like this. You should not be acting like that." Which yeah. is like, yes, I know that, but I I didn't go to church today. I yeah, I wanted to sit down and watch a movie and and enjoy myself instead of being told what the son of a bitch I'm. <laughs> A lot of things these days, man. A lot of things these days. A lot of pretense. Very pretentious. A lot a lot of stuff. Or it's in the exact opposite direction. It's got an IQ of seven. And it barely recognizes itself as a fucking film. It's just like, here's a collection of stuff that happens. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. It doesn't matter. We're not, like, there's like, I don't know. There's a caliber of filmmaking that at least on like screenwriting and stuff that it just seems like we're we've gotten away from that it really just bugs the shit out of me cuz it just seems like either like you have like the superhero movies which are all the same fucking plot I don't care which one 
it is. They're all the same fucking plot. Bad guy challenges good guy. Good guy beats bad guy. Game over. Love interest. Whoa, love interest. On. Love interest. Look at the love interest. Like that's that's it. You're right. Absolutely, uh, Jesse. Are you saying Avengers is the same as Ant Man uh, and, and and Wasp and Quantumanium? Oh my yes. god. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, they're all the same fucking movie, dude. Trust me. I, I bought in. Uh, I was gonna say I bought into that show, hook, line, and sinker until until Endgame, and yeah. it's all the same movie, dude. It is. Yeah. It's all the same fucking movie. It is. Well, I'm, I'm sick of it myself. But t- tell me about it. I mean, uh, the the biggest kick in the balls. I mean, I have to say, after Endgame, I was kind of like, okay, I'm I'm kind of all marveled out. I'm going to take a, like a break. Um. My parents decided to get Disney Plus, so I ended up watching like uh, the first two episodes of the She-Hulk TV series, <sighs> and God, Sorry. it was the most pretentious and painful thing. I couldn't get get past the second episode. Wow! And when it was done, being you know all of the episodes were up, I ended up watching some comments on YouTube about it, and the whole thing was. The bad guys in that were internet trolls that were giving her a hard time. So at the end, you know, she like talked to the audience and, and like, you know, men are, 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 are scum. Men are evil. Yeah. And, 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 you know, they, they shouldn't treat women like this, which is true. I totally agree. But then, you know, she's talking about, you know, uh, banging Matt Murdock and, and all that. And it's like, it's like, dude. It's like, it's if, so if you're going to make a shitty thing and then and call people out for calling it shit, you're not smart. It's like calling it what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they like just, that, yeah, they used they used that they used misogyny as a screen just for the simple fact that they had a bad they made a bad thing. Yeah, they they phoned it in, which most of it lately has been phoned in. But anyways, that's that's hot topic. Yeah, exactly. It's just sort of like a money grab. That's what I see it as. It is so Every Star Wars. These things about money. That's, that's, that, you know, Star Wars is a money grab. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Ever since Disney bought it, it's been a money grab. Even before yeah, George Lucas didn't want to make Star Wars movies, they wouldn't let him make anything else. So he had to if he wanted to make movies. Yeah. For the most part, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, no, those those last three uh, sequel trilogy movies and like all the stuff they got on Disney Plus, yeah, it's just, Disney's milking that for every dollar they can get. You can say that, but I think the one thing that really hurts on a personal note, I love The Mandalorian. Oh, it's a great show. That's no, probably the only good thing that that's come out of it. Billy. I think it was smart of them to bring Favreau in and Robert Rodriguez because they're like two kids just enjoying the hell out of playing in this. Well, Dave Filoni, Dave, anything Dave Filoni touches, Star Wars wise, it's going to be good. I may be sick of it, but if it has Dave Filoni's name on it, I'm at least going to watch it. You know what I mean? But yeah. the rest of the shit they've pumped out. I'm all set. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, I mean, I, I kind of just stopped after, you know, one, two, and three. I mean, I was young enough where I saw them in the theaters, but four, five, and six are the best. And 
the Clone Wars and all that stuff, it's fun, but it just, I, I never got into it. I never understood it, especially, I mean, the animated stuff I heard was amazing, you know, but, um, Filoni's the guy that handled all the animated stuff at first. And, all the original and animation. A second ago, Jenny Wright. In the yeah. Uh-huh. What, the movie? Yeah, yeah the one movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, the movie. you want to talk about the movie, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that went on a tangent I wasn't expecting it to. I was just, I just had no, to get you. Trey yeah. Parker back, yeah. Yeah. But Jenny, Jenny Wright, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Nia Doc. Heck yeah. I mean, no, nothing's better than that. Sexy woman just staring at the at the help, being like, "Hey, boy, I'm gonna come that's up that's and pleasure me like a stallion." She's she's the girl next door. It was uh, the girl next door before the girl next yeah. door. Yeah, and and, and it, well, I mean, in a, a little while he's gonna become sexual, Job, and then yeah. and then all bets are off. Oh yeah, sexy Jay is about to go yeah. into his metamorphosis. Well, he got the needle. <laughs> that was heroin at the time. And the uh, wife's upset. You're playing with the with the neighbor guy instead of me. She wants him to blow up him a different way. Yeah. Oh, Joe! I always love when characters that are special like Job are shocked. They do that <laughs> fat, uh, an horrified face. Yeah. Yeah. They can't comprehend. Let's kill Job. Virtual reality is the gateway to the devil. It's kind of cruel to do that to Joe because he obviously has an issue and it's like, you don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. That's why he's all shook up, poor kid. He's all shook up. He's only seven years old, too, poor guy. But Pierce Brosnan doesn't care. He sees the potential. The potential to unlock his mind to greater and bigger things. Who Job sees that? No, Pierce Brosnan's character. Oh, jo- Job just wants a second helping of crayons. That's all Job wants. He wants crayons with ketchup on it immediately. Leave Job alone. He did nothing wrong. Give me ketchup with crayons immediately. Ah. <laughs> or I will hurt you again. Ah. Yeah. Job hurt mommy. <laughs> Job is reading. The preacher doesn't like Job. Yeah, Job is the preacher. He's getting taken care of. His parents gave up on him. It's very sad. Now the police priest fucking molested him. Oh, so you know, he's kind of got a George Michael thing going on with that hair. I mean, I wonder if he has some faith. Well, he he is. He's, he he does. You know, he might have issues, but he's not on cool, Bill. Come on. No, but come on. Better, I mean, he's, he's got that nice. He's got that nice wham hair going thing going for him. A crayons. You get fucking beautiful hair. I'm not talking about your hair. You 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 have you just you're naturally beautiful hair, Bill. You don't need crayons to get your hair that way. <laughs> Maybe I do. Hey, it looks Ooh. great on you though. Oh, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. Here's your porno back, kid. I don't even know when you put that bandana on. You had hair last time I looked at you. Maybe I'm in the Dimension X. He's been wearing the whole time. He's wearing... That was before it. Yeah, I'm in a different dimension. So the kid, he's getting more normal with his clothing. Yeah. Plus, also, now he can actually drive a car instead of just uh, be a passenger. He's he's, he's leveling up. 
So when we saw the movie, he was seven. Now he's like sixteen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. a slow transition. He's morphing into sexual Joe. That's what it is. Yeah. That's how it goes, man. Oh, it was man. so funny in the scene. They had no idea what they were going to be looking at. So they're just like, this is cardboard. And he's like, okay, you're getting hit now. And then they react to being hit. And then it's just like, okay, you're coasting. And it's like all verbal cues right here. Sexual Joe rubbing all over that thing while it vibrates and like moves him around. Uh-huh. Not a good yep. look. It's not a good look. What about so vibrating? He's trying to guide his ship right Vibrating. into the uh, the hole, you know. Pulsating even. <laughs> yes, yeah. he's mm. trying to put the, the, the torpedo like through the uh, tiny little hole. Like <laughs> Is there some throbbing yeah. going on in there? Throbbing. 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 That's why he's so happy. He finally put it in the hole. He's, <laughs> throbbing. he's throbbing with sexuality. Wow. Quality. See, see, no Job is coming. His shirt's off. Yeah, see, his, his manly pecs. What's happening right now? Is this his lair? This is Job's lair here. Yeah, this is lawnmower man's lair. And this is Job trying trying to be. He's the, cowboy. Uh, is he related to the Bill Murray groundskeeper character from Caddyshack? Probably. Well, is that cool? He could be. They're yeah, in the yeah, same yeah. union. Yeah. Maybe he, he wants to be the Malbo man in this one. <laughs> How uh, dare you strut around without a shirt on? That's exactly what he said to him. How do you know what that does to me? How dare you get me too excited? Will you stop growing, boy? I liked you when you were younger. I bet he did. <laughs> Sick fuck. <laughs> Job didn't like that younger years. How dare you! How dare you talk back to me? I am your guardian. I am the god hand coming down to control you. Ooh, Job stops him from whipping him. Yep. Yeah. You see that anger in the eyes. Give me more. Ready to beat that priest from an inch of his life. You have to. What else are you gonna do? Flog a priest? Hell yeah. Flogging. Gotta do what you gotta do. Joe was why is, why is it I'm having like, um, I'm like a Notre Dame, you know, Hellfire song going through my head right now? I don't know. Why? Because I think that's what's going through the priest's head. Yeah. Oh, I think the priest is thinking, oh, I better be nice to him. It might hang me in the confessional. <laughs> he might like that, though. Little hang time. Some people like it. A little asphyxiation. Yeah. Asphyxiation. He's just hanging out in the blue zone. You gotta be in the blue zone. Well, what can you say? Some people like just being blown. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> That's what happens. I like, bro. I gotta admit. I gotta admit. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> Who doesn't like getting blown? Um, Plus, also, I mean, I, I got nobody, man. Yeah, there's no counterpoint. You got a point there. Yes. And Pierce is getting a little upset with the guy in this jacket. He's a bad man. You You're a bad man. I am making you. The enemy's name is Mrs. Doubtfire. How can we take her down? 
<laughs> Drive-by fruiting. Mrs. Doubtfire really is a man named Robin Williams. We have to take him out. You he threatened me with a banana in ways I can't talk about. <laughs> and I'm potassium intel- intolerant. I don't know, though. Like, Pierce Brosnan, I feel like if you threatened him with a banana in ways he wouldn't talk about it, he'd be thinking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Then you just have a confused Pierce mm. Brosnan. Hot woman in the car at the gas station flirting with the redneck townie. Bordello, no, no, like, Bordello this, man. Yeah, he looks like fucking, what's his name? From the first Carnosaur. He looks like Johnny B. Cool guy. That's what the fuck he looks like. It was like the, the atypical like nineties like I'm I'm fucking vanilla ice selling heroin the kids on the school. She was checking out Job's honeypot. See now he's sexual Job. See he's got the hair. Yeah, he's got the hair. It's sexual Job time. Look at him. He's yeah. popping his collar. He's got, now, now he's got now, now that's George Michael hair. Now he's officially a whammon. What was the big yeah. change? Nothing. He just it just like he fucking told Don't the priest. He told the priest what was what, and now his hair's all slicked back. See. Looks like fucking. Uh, now he's a man. Now he's a man. He's a man. He's a man. man, man. He's, a man. he's a sexual tyrannosaurus. Tri- tri- <laughs> yeah. yeah, heck yeah, predator style. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He looks. He look. He would look incredibly sexy in like 1973. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this bad dude's gonna give him a hard time. Yeah, and then fucking sexual Job's going to give him the business. Can't let oh, him yeah. slide on something like that. Try, coming around the gas station trying to look all fucking cool with, with clean clothes, that ain't going to happen, brother. Right <laughs> at my gas station. Yeah, fuck you. you got to have a tank top and look like a, I, a reject from the village people. I, I'm a hillbilly fuckwit, and I'm the atypical 90s bad guy. You can't handle Ooh. this. Ooh. He you just slapped down Job. Joe he gives like corn it. right there. I do like how he he's on the ground and he turned almost almost like he's sexually posing. <laughs> Usually, in the, he's getting that position. That was sexual Job. He's sexy even when he's going to the hospital. Now he's happy. He's there happy because he's with he's with Mister Bond, James Bond. Beat up like a real boy. Uh, there's a lot of mullet going on in this shot. Heck yeah. You want to see something real scary? Oh, Oh, Twilight Zone. I can even tell you what they're saying secretly. Oh, yeah, what are they saying? uh, He's arguing, basically saying, listen, you know, there's a franchise called Dark Man, and uh, (laughs) I'm going to be signing on to part three, and, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a good career choice. What do you think, Pierce? And he's basically saying, well, if you're getting to who was your predecessor? Uh, my predecessor was Larry Drake. Uh, oh, yes, he was Benny on L.A. Law. Very good actor. Wait, I think he's making a movie right now called Dr. Giggles. So I think you should basically jump on the heels of that and play uh, the, the villain in uh, Dark Man 3, Die, Dark Man, Die. Isn't... You know, yeah, but he was he was following the the legacy of... Oh, yeah, no, he was the bad guy in Dark Man 3, wasn't he? Yeah. I love that. I, you know... I, I, Personally, I mean, Faye, and I love when he was like, that boy's got the devil in him, in Planet Terror. I mean, (laughs) he was great in Planet Terror. He's had some longevity. I mean, he's been around. I am a big Faye fan. I will say that. You know what? What's one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite westerns is Silverado. Oh, yeah. Great. He plays uh, a uh, henchman 
to Brian Dennehy's character, mm-hmm. and he's he's great in that. And you see Pretty Kevin Costner good. shoot him dead. Yeah. They got a lot of great, like, characters. I'm trying to think. Wasn't it Powers Booth who was in um, Unforgiven? Yeah. Yeah. Sexual Job, though. Sexual Job. Today is all about sexual Job. Yeah. Sexual Simple Job. He's not simple anymore. He's, there's Simple Job, and then there's Sexual Job. It's like well, he, BC and AD. No, the blue, he's complex. Now he's complex. For his blue balls. The blue balls of Job, that's what all his blues for. That's exactly yes. right. The, un- the, the unconsummated needs of, of sexual Job. That's what all this blue is for. Well, you know, all all those uh, days of mowing the lawn, you know, he had, yeah, yeah. That, that that was what he used to get out of his frustration. He just now, now, now VR is his is gateway into dealing with his frustration. I made a machine and went back in time and I got a lot of 1980s light from 1985. <laughs> That's exactly what's going on. He robbed Cronenberg. Yes, <laughs> you got good lighting. We had to import the fog machines from David Cronenberg. Well, you had to receive them. That's what happens. It's like he got the dry ice directly out of David Cronenberg's fridge. Power glove. Power fucking glove. Worst video game peripheral ever made. It was such a piece oh, of shit. Did not work. Useless. Useless, that power glove. The best is the uh, Duck Hunt gun. I always love that thing. You I love that game. I've made multiple sci-fi props out of those type of guns. Dude, I love... On this fucking wall and play the game like that. Okay. I love the Duck Hunt light gun, but Super Nintendo... I gotta give them credit, man. Their light gun was a bazooka. It was. I remember that thing. It was a fucking bazooka. Like, the super scope, it like shoulder mounted, like, it was like... (sighs) And it didn't work for fuck all, but it was a bazooka. So, like, that's cool. (laughs) The the zapper gun's classic. Yeah. Hawk, why do I feel like you were a master at dance dance? Rain.com was a good deal. What was that? I bet you were a master at dance dance revolution. Oh fuck no! Uh, no, I, no, so I, 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 I had all left feet when it came to dancing. That's a little. Yeah, Jess is the only one young enough for that to be in her life. I think. No, yeah, I was, I was, I was hitting arcades when Dance Dance was. Uh, Dance Dance was a big I, thing in the arcades before yeah. I ever went home. There was always like a crowd of people around always. us. It was awesome. I remember that, but I never got into it. Yeah. I preferred favorite. watching it than actually doing it myself. Yeah, the first, I the first. My brothers. The first time I remember a dance dance machine being out, because I used to be in arcades all the fucking time, um, doing Street Fighter and stuff, like, because that was my thing, like, Capcom fighting games. Mm-hmm. Terminator 2. That was a good thing. That was a good time. Uh, time Crisis. Yeah, Time Crisis. But no, I, the first dance dance machine I remember probably popped up in, like, 1994, yeah. 95. Wow, that early. Wow. That yeah. early? I uh-huh. remember like early two thousands, late nineties. They were a big they well yeah. they were a big deal in arcades before they ever went to home systems. And then once they went to the home systems, they just fucking exploded. I remember those videos everywhere of people doing them. Like it was fucking popular. They're up. fucking crazy, dude. No. Those 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 guys that are like hardcore in the dance dance are fucking crazy. Oh, it's amazing. They're they amazing. Tricks and stuff. 
a couple yeah, of weeks ago, I was uh, I was at a I was actually at an arcade bar, Free Play, in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, and there were a couple, and it's all retro mm-hmm. arcade games, you know. I and have I'm watching, and there was still lemonade right now. Yeah, lemonade. <laughs> but I, there was still dudes in there going fucking absolutely off the walls, fucking dance dancing their fucking asses off, and I'm just like. <laughs> I was like, did you guys just like wait around for a decade for the stuff to come back? Like, what? <laughs> what you are you doing? On the he is looking at him like milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, fudges made. She wants a piece, dude. She wants milk, a piece uh, of the uh, sexual Job. We got Sexual Job. Look at it. Look Ooh. at him get. Oh, my oh, he God. He knew where to put those hands and everything, dude. He's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. She wants him to take his USB drive and put it into her USB socket. That's Why do you taste like Play Doh? Alex, that's good loving right there. Hey, hey. He wants to give her a full download. He'll go yep. until he dies. He'll go until he dies. That's what she likes. He's going to give her. You taste like crayons. He, he's going to go until he PNGs all over Ooh, her bit now. She's going for the love maker right there. That's it. That's it. Oh, my goodness. Damn. Out of control. Oh, God. You love a woman who takes control of the situation. You know what I mean? That's right. I'm feeling funny in places I shouldn't be feeling from what the priest tells me. <laughs> Bro, oh. Bullshit. Sexual Job knows what's going down. Job. He's doing his job, all right. I have to ask: Is that satin sheets? It looks like satin. No, that's sheets. satin sheets. Oh, Job! I know you can't find satin sheets, past me. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. If this, if if the roles were reversed, it would probably be a problem. I think too. Yeah, that might be a little bit of an issue. You know what I mean? But you know, it's the pictures. It's the motion pictures, so we'll keep it moving. It ain't a political show, guys. All right, come on, yeah. little. Yeah, and Job's like, hey, give me more of that stuff. I really like the fact that, you know, women now want to play with my special uh, purpose. <laughs> Job emptied off inside, too. I haven't had to do this all episode, Hawk, but now I got to look at you like this. <laughs> yeah, give I'm judging. Look. At least one look at episode. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. I had to throw in Steve Martin's the jerk in there. I just had to. I had to. Carl Gottlieb showed out. I know my special purpose. You got it, baby. Blue, big Lots blue. Of blue. Big blue. Lots of blue. Lots of blue. Heavy blue. Lots heavy of blue. Thick blue. I think both of them are extremely blue right now. Hurting. Very thick blue. Like the thing. Hurting. Mm, mm, yes. For eight minutes of uh, all this computer-generated stuff, it was half a million dollars. When it goes into the virtual reality, it cost them That's half the a million. Was? Yep, half a million in eight eight months, seven people, and half a million dollars. Damn, that's a lot. That's a lot yeah. for only that many people. I mean, for the time, it looked really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like again, this is pre-Jurassic Park, so yeah. there was no precedent. For when that when this came out, it was like, whoa! Yeah. Like, when did Tron come out? You also got two thousand one, which was really you know groundbreaking. Tron was 80, 84. 84. 
Tron was a long time before this. Tron looked really good, didn't it? If I remember as far as as far as like technological stuff goes, and that was Disney, so they had the the backing of IM. Yeah, I mean they they had limitless money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Disney has the mouse, so they had a lot of cheddar to play with. Hey. (laughs) See what I did there. Hey, I'm here all night. Hawk, I'm going to go all Katzenberg on you. I'm going to buy all of your tickets. (laughs) Hawk, I'm going to go all Bob Iger on you. Oh, Oh, God. What are you going to do? Fire half the workforce overnight, Billy? Bob Iger. (laughs) All right, so if you're going to fire half of us today, which half are you firing? Warren Littlefield, save us. Change the subject. He was, he was out of here. He didn't want to get involved. Bring cash. Well, you got to kill off, Bill. You got to you got to kill half of two of us. Got to be dead. Well, I mean, two of I us got to go. Is, make the make the impossible choice. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's killed me so many times, so I I, I should be on the list, <laughs> I guess. That's true. Hawk, you're always out in my chopping ball block. Yikes! Heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why uh, I'm a foot shorter than I used to be. That was in no way psychotic and very worrying. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not bad. I was just born that way. I'm still this way. I'm not bad. Okay, I Hollywood. <laughs> I am not Hollywood. I am I'm not bad. I was just drawn that way. Oh, wait, exactly. no, it's Jessica Rabbit. Not yeah, Jessica Rabbit. My bad. It's called me, Eddie Downing. <laughs> Hey, were, you, were you Eddie Valiant or is it Jack Daniels? <laughs> Heard you change your name to Jack Daniels. That's a great line. The rabbit capped him last night. There's a lot of really good lines in that movie. Yep. Cut. Yeah. Even that movie wasn't made around this time, and that was well, that was '89, I think, and that was a huge technological feat as well because nothing like that had really been. Seen to that extent, other than that holds up too. If you watch it, if you watch it like nowadays, it's actually still pretty solid. Oh heck yeah! Effects wise, as well as like a movie, yeah. it's amazing how they did those. That documentary and the making of that movie has to be one of the best, most comprehensive behind the scenes. If you get that point of vista set, you know that's what you should go for. Also, listen to the Boom Basticast episode. Yeah, Gary K. Wolf. Precisely. <laughs> Gary K. Wolf. Beautiful. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Job's oh, having a headache. We're stressed, man. He's having a rough time. Sexual the sexiness of sexual Job's literally, like, leaking out of his frontal lobe now. Yeah. He's, he's too sexy for his own good. He's the old Every, man that's smiling at him. He's confused. Oh no, things are going in and out of focus. His brain's getting all computerized. Meltdown. He has a virus from all the masturbating. Ooh. So you're saying he got a computer virus? I told yeah. him he shouldn't have plugged into the output. They always hey. do. Hey, oh. He answered a scam call. <laughs> I, got, I gotta find the sexy neighbor woman. She has to help me with my output. She Hey-o. knows how to handle my cable. 
With her mouth. And other things. Oh. I thought <laughs> we got run over for a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm losing it. I'm losing my mind. Well, you're fucking, you're fucking with his head, dude. That's what happened. It's all coming undone. Yeah. Information hey, baby, overload. Yeah. Hey, baby, can you milk, milk out some of my, my brains? Who's <laughs> that? The director's girlfriend? Probably. Probably. It's like some scanner shit. You know what I mean? Like, overloaded. <laughs> that make the movie better if he's blowing up other people's heads. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Pierce Brosnan hey, said. Hey, Mr. Pierce Brosnan, I know you're going to be James Bond, so can you tell me how to handle being as sexy as I am? <laughs> I mean, do, do I actually have to say that I prefer shaken, not stirred? Well, Jesse. Or can yeah. I just stir? Jesse. You have not to say cut, it every time. Not the cutoff ox great, whatever he's doing there. <laughs> but um, Pierce Brosnan was a sex symbol for a while. I never understood why as a woman. Do you see anything attractive about Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Really? Like it's it? his facial structure. Yeah. The fact that he's foreign because everyone loves a British guy. Apparently. Yeah, that's right. He's a, he's actually um, Irish. Oh, he's Irish. Irish? Yeah. He's oh. British now. So yeah. <laughs> he's British now. <laughs> yeah. He's adopted the British uh, accent and all that stuff. That works. Um, I think it's also like he's he sounds like a nice person. Wow. And like that's that's probably a huge thing for it too. Also, I mean, his chest is 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 a nice chiseled. Like, oh yeah, you know, bodies are marble. attractive. Yes, I forgot. I mean, hey, when he oh, had his shit off, didn't you see those nipples? They were like limestone. His nipples can cut like everyone's throat. Okay. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he did in the last James Bond movie that they had. It's like cut. Farmer Fran from The Water Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Dean Norris is back. He's Mr. Big Head in the Blue House. Oh, I mean, all I'm right, gonna give them right. Yeah, I'm gonna give them credit that they actually took the whole like brain overload thing seriously because we could definitely have ourselves a Batman Forever situation where like fucking Edward Nigma's head like fucking stretched somehow. To accommodate all the information, I I don't know. It's fucking- oh wait, wait! You tell me that doesn't really happen. I I, no. I I mean, after all the years reading comic books, whenever you have a a a super villain that has a huge intellect, his head always seems to morph into this huge, gigantic, like bulbous uh, tumor. A tumor. Wow. Not a tumor. Not a tumor. I'm pretty sure that if this was an actual thing where your brain cannot absorb the amount of information that's going into it, it's not a thing, by the way. Your brain, it's limitless. Um, your brain's a muscle, right? Yeah. No, no it's not a muscle. No, not. I thought oh, yeah. I always heard it was a muscle. It's mostly yeah. fat. Okay. Um, it comes the brain for them. I don't have a fat brain, okay, Jam? <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> It's wait, wait, wait. So, 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 all of this, it could be part of my brain, just fell down through my neck, through my tummy? Sure. You my tummy. neck. That's my not head. how it works at all, Alex, but sure. <laughs> I'm really smart. I get so much fat in my head and in my stomach. And that's what makes a brain. Yay. Oh, yeah, Well, it has to, it, because your brain runs on, like, electrical synapses, right? It's, it's fires electrical signal through your nervous system. That's that's what makes us bioelectricity. 
Mm. Um, you need fat to insulate that, or you know, you die. Huh? Yeah. There's no muscle in there at all, or no, it's no muscle in there whatsoever. I've been lied to. I've been lied. Yes. To. Yes, you have. There's only one muscle that matters in us guys, Matt, and you know Our what time. it is. Our tongues. Yes. The, the muscle to pull the ATM guard out of the wallet. <laughs> the tongue. If you have, if you're good with your tongue, you don't need to worry about your ATM card. <laughs> Actually, if you're good with your tongue, they pull out the ATM card for you. Oh, it's true. See, see, and you practice by licking ice cream cones. Better to give than receive. That's not the best advice I'd give for that hawk, but it's not the worst either. <laughs> Just saying, oh. it's kind of like. Sure, we'll go with sure for that. Sure, right. sure. Yeah. but it's not the best advice I'd give. Back to the mattress mambo. And sexy Job's at it again. He's sexy he's, Job. He's trying to pump all that VR like stuff into See, her. Sexual Job. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna give her the job. See, but sexual Job means you use no learn how to use his tongue too. He's not doing none of that. He's just humping away. Well, yeah, well. his tongue's for crayons, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> crayons are so waxy and they taste so good. That's right. They're different flavors. Mm. I'm, I'm just saying, tongues are a vital impo- part of the process. Oh, yeah. Vital. I understand. Key. Key. Uh-oh. He's using his mind to do stuff. Yeah. He's yeah, thinking of coloring books. He's going to do a hot tub for him. Why does Ooh, he have makeup in his cabinet? Oh, he's oozing. He's oozing. He's squeezing out the tube. That's, that's what happens. Hey, yeah, he released. He released. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's tired. He's all spent out. That's why he's laying back. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm dried up. That's exactly right. Yeah, he just blew, he just blew his overload. <laughs> Billy. I like that. I have just bet myself. I didn't like that one, though. I thought it was bad. I'm going to delete that. Oh, I'm going to delete that. I'm going to delete Kotex 404. Error found. Now he's all like penisy with his big brain. My brain is bigger than yours, Doctor. <laughs> I know more than you, Doctor. Would you have uh, the understanding? Would you prefer an Would you folks prefer living in an alternate reality? If you could go well, live in a fantasy world that was everything you could want. Uh, hell yeah, because this way it sucks. Where the goats chomping on the lawn screaming. Like a coma, like a coma type deal where they, 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 they sedate Oh, like my physical body's bed. here, but like my mental thing is doing whatever the hell it wants. Co- correct, yeah. Yeah. I say the matrix scenario. I mean, why, why leave my body here to get harvested? Yeah, why? Like, 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 it's like a matrix situation, basically, where you're you're getting tricked out me? for whatever, and you're you're living in some kind of fantasy. But like, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. Or it could be like that yeah, Black Mirror episode where, like, when you're dying, they put you in this virtual reality thing that's live, like, it's online. So all these other people that are, like, elderly and dying, they just live in this virtual reality thing until they actually pass. 
And then you can also download your consciousness to the thing, and then you can live on forever. He's thinking of Farmer Vincent's Fritters. Hell yeah. Rochel hell. He's thinking of them. His skin is bubbling because of the the, the Vincent Fritters. Of the farmer variety. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that has nothing to do with those. I, I was going to say that, you know, I thought that was because he didn't clean his hand after, you know, Sexual job time. Oh. That's what it. That's what it was. He's got an infection. Look at him. And now, yeah. now he's throbbing in the bad way. <laughs> it's <laughs> like he's posing for a Daniel Steele novel. I yes, he is the same thing. Yes, he is. Yeah. Fabio. I Ray am Fabio. Fabio. Stay with me and love me. Well, he just had sex for the first. Good second time he had sex. Yeah, he made yeah, the lawnmower boy. That's that's the thing. He made the lawnmower boy. He's a lawnmower, yeah. The lawnmower boy became a lawnmower man. Yeah. He, he ain't the lawnmower boy no more. Uh-oh. He's going to be hooking her up to the VR. That's not going to be a good thing. So the I, I understand that they want to do different things in the bedroom, but this is a little ridiculous. It's okay, honey. It'll be sexy. It'll be fun. We'll, we'll find new ways to experience ourselves. Yeah, everybody says that until you bring out the hand cranked in, egg beater, and fucking yeah. tub of Crisco. Then then they're like, what are you doing? Yeah, I did that last night, and, and she wasn't into it. That's well, what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's yeah, fucking disappointing. It's fucking disappointing. I mean, after yeah. I climbed up her, the wall to her house and got through her bedroom window, I, I don't understand why... She wasn't into it. After you went through all that hassle of tying her up, she wasn't down, huh? Yeah, I don't know why. That sucks. That's, again, in no way disturbing, and everything here is totally (laughs) fine. (laughs) I am in no way worried whatsoever. (laughs) Don't worry, James. You're next. I'm coming over to your house next. I'll be right back, guys. We gotta make sure my doors are locked. <laughs> is this is this like the sex from Demolition Man? Yeah, this is definitely Demolition yes, Man. Yes. I assume that's what it'd be like. Oh, the this... three seashells. Yes. No, yes. well, they did the virtual in, did, did the virtual reality sex in fucking uh, Demolition, Demolition Man. Man yeah. Yeah. Ooh, is that a fly? A dragonfly. Yeah. What kind of orgasm is this? Um, this... The best one? (laughs) (laughs) It's where our bodies meld into one and we become one with each other. That's probably the fucking concept if you think about it. He's probably fucking over. He's going to steal her. He's going to steal everything from her. I want your body and soul. That concept would work for me. Yeah. Along with RoboChimp. Have those two components, then it's the perfect lawnmower man movie. That's a bit creepy. How yeah. mixed do you want to get that going? Like, because, like, are you going to mount RoboChimp? Like, <laughs> no, but RoboChimp has to be its own thing. Okay. He's coming. Okay, that's, oh, Ooh. wow. What, this dude? Oh, that's what that is. Do you see that stuff? I guess so. He just, I he just jizzed the T1000. Yes. I think he just totally like brain fried her right now. Mental yeah, brain juice there. His spunk is about to go ask someone where John Connor is. Uh, blasted his motherboard. 
Hey. Hey, baby. How you doing? And she's like, totally, she's totally gone. Oh my god, that was the craziest thing I've ever done. And I've lived through the 80s. (laughs) The cocaine error. You wouldn't just be able to get And and this is the the only scene from the movie that came from the book. Yeah. Is the lawnmower doing itself? That's it, yeah. That's it. Now we're just eating the grass. That's the exact. That's the exact short story. That's what that's about. What that's what it's about. And this is the movie that we got from that. And that just stems from a too drunk Stephen King that was supposed to mow the lawn one day, and he got (laughs) drunk, and he's like, "If only I could mow the lawn with my mind." Yes. (laughs) And he's staring at the girl that he totally lobotomized. He's like, "Well, you know, it was fun, fun while it lasted." I don't know if I should tell you what childhood story had and how close that relates to it. What's that? I used to mow the lawn and I used to hate it. I used to always say to myself, gee, I wish I could use my mind to mow the lawn instead of me actually doing it. I think I did too. I think it's very common. I I think, I think, I think we all had that, that moment, Billy. No, I'm the opposite. I never was allowed to mow the lawn, but I, I was. Gonna, I was just going to ask you, Jesse, if you ever, yeah. So. And like now, I have a floor machine that's kind of like a zamboni at work, and I, it reminds me of mowing a lawn because you get to see the line. A room. I never, I never had a lawn to mow. Yeah. So there's that. I only in the last like three years have discovered the annoyingness of mowing the lawn. Yes. And it, Greens Keep is a pain in the balls. Yeah, I know. This is, I, I got to admit, as a new homeowner, this was the culture shock of all culture shocks for me is how much shit you have to cut, crimp, prime, put in bags, and throw away. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. I like burning stuff. Hey. My town does not allow us to burn or compost. So yeah. It's all got to go. It's all got to go. on fire. Bag it up and. I feel like that would be really yeah. detrimental since I got to live here. Oh yeah, I forgot. If I lived, if I did not live in this town, well then you know that's fair. But sure. I don't feel like it's a good idea if I do it right now. Okay, fine. Fair enough. The suit agrees with you. Blues traveler, he's <laughs> traveling to the other side. I am you know, I almost feel like it's too fucking blue. It is. How can you say it's not? It's, it's just like... God damn. There's more white in the light behind him than the entire room. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like any kind of, like, gaffing job going on on this set was just completely out the fucking window, because they just saturated it to all fuck. Yeah. Jesse, you're freaking me out. Now you're going in blue mode. It's too much, guys! Oh my God! Jesse looks like she's a Jesse. Jesse, you, you've just jumped into the movie. Yeah, oh my God! Well, I like that corn like hoodie. I can do things with my brain. Yeah, that's, I, I'm about. I'm a, that's a nice hoodie you got there going, Jesse. I'm worth it. Thanks. Cool. I'm the show, but I'm also wearing my uh, my my follow the leader shirt. Was it corn day? Wow. National yeah. corn day. Wait, wait a minute, Jess. Are you being corny right now? I'm so corny, guys. I didn't mean to start Hawk up. Forgot <laughs> I'm, what the I'm, fuck I'm, you did now? <laughs> I'm what sorry. Didn't do? What didn't he do? 
I'm, I'm sorry, just just made me corny. <laughs> All right, no more. Come on. I lost my remote. I don't want to have to kill myself. No, he's uh, just... You know what I've noticed in this movie is like, it's like, it, it's an excuse to have Jeff Fahey and Pierce Brosnan shirtless. I think they've been shirtless, you know, a good chunk of this movie. If you put all those scenes together, we're talking about at least a half well, hour. We're talking about sexual job and nipples. I mean, that's literally what this whole show has been about. So, yeah, yeah I'd say I'm, it's been excessive. So this I'm is just waiting. a coming-of-age movie. So Brett Larner basically said in the production meeting, you know what, let's do VR mixed with uh, a lot of guys taking their shirts off. I think this is something that we can... What do you say, Bob Shea? I love it. I think we can sell it. Good, good, good. Uh, I'm, uh, we, we need a female presence. I'll get the girl from near dark. Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. I can do that. I can do I, 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 I can settle with that. Now, for this VR shit, you know, there's another movie that we're competing with. Jurassic Park. Don't worry about that. Don't you worry. We're going to beat them first. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think they did. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, when it, when it comes to vi- visual effects in Hollywood, there's p- before Jurassic Park and there's after Jurassic Park. And that's exactly. it. Exactly. Because dra- that movie changed the game in everything. Yeah. Every aspect. If you, if you think about it, it was really the collaborations that changed everything. It was, you know, you have Stan Winston who was doing the practical stuff, you know, Dennis Murin of Industrial Light and Magic, Michael Lantieri, who was the head of the practical mixed with, you know, the digital stuff. So it just, you're, you you can also look at James Cameron and what he did with Terminator 2, um, the abyss, and he, that was also Industrial Light and Magic, Dennis Murin. And this was in a short time period, if you really think about it, it was really more or less 88 to like 92. And that was really kind of when this window of visual effects was really starting to become a very exciting business. Mm-hmm. But no, this 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 fits squarely. The Lawnmower Man fits squarely in that in that little magical window when CG was starting to get used yeah. often, but was not perfected. Perfected. I wouldn't even say it got perfected. I don't think it has been perfected. But no. Jurassic Park was such a wild and massive leap forward from what had come before it at that point that it's just like you really do have to rate it on. You have to rate the Lawnmower Man on a scale for the achievements of the time that it came out. Absolutely. Um, on its own of its time. And that's very famous and important thing to say. It's of its time. Yes, it is of its time. And I don't think the visual effects are really what pull this movie out or make it kind of as cornball as it is. It's just a lot of the direction and a lot of the editing decisions and some not the sexual job. I mean, the nipples on this movie was marketed. It was marketed very well. I remember the TV spots for this, and you know, every other channel you would see, you know. Job and VR, or or the um, you know the the digital, all the digital stuff that, that they did in this movie was promoted so heavily. And I remember seeing commercials for this, and I was intimidated by this movie. 
just from the TV spots because I didn't know what the hell it was. That's my earliest recollection of this movie. I was intimidated by the marketing campaign. Of this movie. I, I mean, I, I think oh, a sorry. brain scan when I think of this movie. They get kind of go hand hand in hand for some reason. Yeah. Right now he's all pumping himself with all the bad drugs to see if he can become a god. That's the nuke. That's the same gun they give people nuke with, isn't it? Yeah. I know nukes are fucking the, the capsule itself they shoot. Yeah, where's where's Kane? We're gonna yeah, get Robo, we're gonna get Robocop two on the scene, the, man. The prequel to Kane, yeah. yeah. Only the tooth fairy. Old Pierce Brosnan, hot and wet. Tommy New. For the lady audience. Greased up, ready to rock, man. That's what's up. How about Hugh Grant, Jess? Women liked him, but uh, he's a creep, huh? Hugh Grant. I think, yeah, he liked the prostitution of trans... trans uh, he fucked, he fucked prostitutes up, something like that. He had... I mean, was he it was really like that? I think it was a he trip. He was married to him. What, Pierce Brosnan? No, Hugh Grant. Hugh yeah, Grant no, he got caught. Grant. He got caught with like a tranny hooker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A black tranny hooker. I mean, he just seemed so fucking dumb. Elizabeth Hurley, one of the most. I, beautiful yeah, he was dating Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought there was Eddie Murphy. No, him too. Okay, both of them. Same, uh, but Eddie Murphy wasn't dating Elizabeth Hurley. And we're, and we're talking about Elizabeth Hurley in the nineties, like the best, the best of best for Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, yeah, yeah. Before uh, was it Bedazzled? It's the movie she did, <laughs> Frasier or whatever that. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Bedazzled when she played Satan. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Hurley uh, was was like so hot at that time. I don't. Mm, her she, first Austin Powers. Oh gosh. Yeah, beautiful one. Uh oh, we had violence on the screen now. Uh, Pierce Brosnan going all like major kick assery right on that guy. Fisticuffs. Yeah. He cares about Job. Job was my lawnmower man, and I made He's him the into best a goddamn lawnmower man. The best goddamn can Have you ever seen Job without his shirt? It made me question my manliness. What was that, Jess? He was like mowing the lawn with his mind, and it came out like shit. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, that did not look good. No. Yeah, because his mind wasn't on his job. That's true. Yeah, no. He mowed it with his mind, but his mind's kind of a lazy fuck. So. Yeah. You know how that goes. He doesn't know the definition of his own name. The definition. Yes. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan. He has to go it. and try to save the day. He's got a rock and roll. Leather jacket. No. Job is like Frankenstein trying to go and, and, and deal with his monster he created. Pierce Brosnan's like, how do I get off this movie? Well, Run. you know, Alex, actually, you bring up an interesting point. This This really is like turn it into a Frankenstein situation where some guy here tried to play God and now he's got to own up for it. Yeah. Yeah, you're not I, wrong. Like that's that's a that's a good parallel. Yeah. Plus also fact is that here you have a man who's playing God who ends up creating a God. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
And then, you know, he has to deal with that situation. I mean, you keep on hearing about people uh, trying to create AIs and all that stuff, and no one's really sitting down and realizing that, you know, if you create an AI, a, a real AI, okay, they're not going to want to be taking orders from us. They'll want to take over and do things their own way. Yeah, but there's yes. no doubt this movie definitely has a Frankenstein complex. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And Pierce Brosnan is the, is the Frankenstein. Have you guys seen Frankenstein Unbound? He's the Dr. Frankenstein, right? I remember that movie, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> John Hurt. Oh. What one? Frankenstein what? Unbound. Oh. Raul Julia. I miss Raul Julia. I do too. Rest in peace. He was a very good actor. Yes, he was. Young. Yeah. yeah, he only did Street Fighter as a love letter to his kids. That was his last movie, wasn't it? That was yeah. his last cash out to make sure they had some cash before yeah. he uh, went on to the great beyond. The production yeah, was- actually was very beneficial and helped out with his family even after his passing. I mean, as difficult as that movie was, that movie really helped out Rel Julius' estate. Yes. Well, I mean, that- they were very, very helpful when they didn't have to be. That's cool. But, you know, you don't have they- that up. Yeah, I no. mean that's that's good to hear. I mean, the movie itself was okay, but I mean the fact to hear that they actually tried to help out well Julia's uh, family after because he was literally dying on set. Yeah, yeah. I saw some documentary about Ralph Julia fairly recently, and he really was an amazing actor. You know, just from you know like the great ones they come from theater and. They uh, just, you know, just so many amazing roles. He he got shit for uh, Overdrawn at the Memory Bank, which was like one of those movies that made it onto Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah, you know, but he he was just genuine and everything, completely sidetracking from the lawnmower man. Ah, uh, he's coming after the priest now. Uh-oh. That's like, you know what? This is kind of cool the way this is lit. I'll give oh, it that. Oh heck yeah! Oh yeah. It it see it's going with the whole you know almost godlike because with the the lighting in the back almost makes him like Jesus like yeah uh-huh. yeah for sure yeah. exactly what it's doing he looks like a cenobite almost <laughs> kind of yeah there's a Hellraiser vibe for sure I am the way keep praying to God preacher because he ain't going to save your ass. Hey now. God is on the cloud. <laughs> oh man, he got the blue shorts on. He's oh, glowing oh, oh, like it's Tron. Did he just peel off the robe to catch on fire? <laughs> There's nipples. There's He's nipples. on virtual fire. The nipples are on fire. Ooh. Not the nipples. Burning it's skeleton. It's the human torch. <laughs> uh, Tron, Tron, he's he's Job has achieved his final form. He's Tron, Job. (laughs) That's what he. That's what I'll do for you. He says. Well, that's cool. He burnt 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 up the priest. The priest is gone. Well, he definitely had it coming. Guys, this guy is thinking. I'm going to jump in a bobcat and kill a dinosaur. I like how he never changes his clothes. 
When you're that bad, you don't need to change your clothes. Uh oh. <laughs> He's about to go. You want me to light that cigarette for you and fucking torch him up? Wow. That's what I do. Yeah, that what you going to do to me? Smoking a cigarette and I'm wearing those sleeves. Just call me Billy Coin. <laughs> but He's Billy Coin is so much cooler. He's such a bully, he has to bully anybody. It's like a fucking, it's like an alien coming over to him, and he's like, yo, motherfucker, dude. Yeah, now we have Alienator. Tommy. That was such an, that was a Fred, this is like a Fred Olin Ray shot. Oh, yeah. He's being attacked by the gas hose. That's what happens. (laughs) See, you fuck with sexual Job, you get Tron Job, and then Tron Job comes at you with a fucking gas hose. The get gas ho- station man. Getting hose, buddy. Yeah. Oh, hose. A little bondage there going on, I see. It's a little something. It's a little something. <laughs> Give him a couple spanks. You know how it goes. Yeah. He I just need to tie help. you up, man. I'm going to wrap just, around you more than Elmira. Please don't hurt me. I know it was he looks an like asshole. A Dylan. He looks like a Dylan brother. Yeah, right. He has a pad coming out of his eye. He, he kind of, he does. He looks like Great Value Kevin Dillon. No, Johnny yeah. Drama. It's fucking Johnny Drama. I wish I wish I would have seen that a lot earlier in this. You've been getting I called Johnny say, Drama a lot. More. This, okay, this, this, I like this. I this actually, is the best a CGI in in this movie is the him with the mouth with a lawnmower just mowing his brain. I think is friggin' awesome. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and now he's like totally lobotomized. He could have oh, had. They could have gave him some bloody eyes or some some bloody teardrops would have worked. That would have been cool. Situation. But or yeah, something out the air nose. But I'll, I'll let it go. I'm gonna make sure you get coloring books for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wants all the coloring books, so he wouldn't watercolor watercolor books. You know, He's gonna color them all at the same exact time. He eats it's, the crayons. It's okay, honey. We 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 can survive. I know Daddy's a drunk and an asshole, <laughs> but I have a feeling that Daddy's going to be punished for all the nasty things he does to us. That's what happens. Woo! Oh, wrestling! Ooh. Oh yeah! Of course, the guy the with parts. the white beater sitting back. American Dream. I got my Lazy Boy. I got my beer. I got my WWE. That was the same shot from fucking Silver Bullet with that dude watching wrestling. Oh, my parts. Yeah, my parts. It was the same exact, like, <laughs> framing and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was, though. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. The end of this movie is so batshit. Yeah. It's it really fucking is. I mean, the last it really fucking is. Yeah, the last ten minutes, like this movie, kind of just it revs up. It gets yeah, fun. Good. He's it, it's it's almost like Firestarter in that same little bit aspect yeah. where it's kind of you know it's slow in the beginning, but at the end it's like you know friggin' hell on leash. This is what when alcoholism creeps into your life. This is what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts with one beer, then next thing you know you're addicted. Ooh, a dick. Ooh, when are you talking to it's a lawnmower. That is a tough way to go. Yeah. This is better than this is better than any John Deere I have ever seen. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just Arr- chopping it down. He's Yikes. trying to get away, that pussy. Arr- Alex. Wow. Boo. I am the exclusive from Home Depot. You haven't paid your bill yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to chew you up and spit you out. Give me your credit card information. 
Ooh. Right yeah, through that. I like how he went that through the door. Yeah, that's a cool shot. Yeah. I love the blades. Like, oh, yes, yes. Blades yes. near. Blades near. You got to have That is freaking there. awesome. No blood. Didn't Trauma, like, have a movie called, like, Blades or something like that? Probably. It makes sense. That sounds it adds bad. up. I mean, it could have been. Trauma. <laughs> Who else? Killer lawnmowers else? Are, are good concepts. Well, they did killer condoms, right? Yeah, well, yeah. they did. I missed but, that one. Well, That's don't forget, one. there's also the beginning of uh, Frank. What was it? Beginning of Frankenhooker when she uh, gets killed by the lawnmower. Oh yeah, yeah. the lawnmower that he makes. James Lorenz, check out the episode on the Boombastic cast. The um, hell yeah, that was like a big super fucking lawnmower. Maximum Overdrive as well with the crazy shit. Yeah. yeah there was a lawnmower scene in Maximum Overdrive. Hey, it's Troy Duffy. These guys always played cops and stuff. I think he was killed as a cop in one of the Halloween movies. Yes. That's one of those cops that you know you can always find at the Dunkin' Donuts. He's the Ace Ventura guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. What a weirdo guy. He's a weirdo, dude. <laughs> I think he was killed by Michael Myers and I think like four, either part four or part five. I can't remember which one. It was one of those two, I think. He's too happy. Too happy for his own good. Being a cop is good. I don't like, I don't like, I don't trust cops that are happy to be cops. That's truth. That that fucking alarms me. Yeah. That's a massive red flag. Like, dude's gonna be like way too eager to like drag you behind a dumpster and beat you to death. Hey, hey, hey! I enjoy being a cop because I got free donuts on Saturday nights. No, it's just gonna make a do- donut common. They respect me. They give me a donut. It's, it's great. It's a great life. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You give me the donut, I don't fucking kill you. It's and good. Uh, you give me a donut, I I I make a, a donut hole. You know, it's a late long night. No one's giving me any donut love. So you know, don't you worry. Donut Bob's hole. donuts is better than Mel's donuts. If you're in that side of town, you go to Bob's. Don't go to Mel's. They're not good to us. <laughs> they make don't us pay make for the our donut donuts. holes. Oh, they hurt us. <laughs> he looks like he just farted. Look at that smile on his face. He looks like he just ripped a silent but deli right now. He's been sh- he's been slowly shitting himself the whole scene. Actually, the smile just keeps getting bigger. If you need a cop, if you need to tell people that that the townspeople do not respect the law in their town, you have him play the cop because just from his face alone, you can tell nobody <laughs> respects or fears this dude in any way. Not not in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. A lot of hugging going on here. Love, baby. A lot of hugging going on. Lawnmower. Hey, Joe is just getting back. He's putting on the VR. He's ready is he, like, addicted to being in the VR now? Like virtuality yeah. is like masturbation. I, I, I always thought that. It's Almost like a fly. Just he want, want, you know, wants, wants to go through it and purify it's, himself. Yeah, it's just, purify. I just think it's become a, to a point where he just, he can't stop. It's because, like his visuals are becoming more, more reality based anyway as well. He's obsessing. Really obsessed. Yeah. Sure. Bringing yeah. a girl into it was obsessive of it. Being on it all the time now. He made his girlfriend a good little housewife, a little Stepfordish, but a good little housewife. That's what happens. That's when you get your brain cooked. 
Hello, anyone home? Harris got more loose and like laid back as the other guy got more clean cut. Yeah, nipples got like he it became flipped. like the cool guy. Yeah, it flipped. Pierce Brosnan's character is like falling apart as a human. And those, at this well, point. it's like all his creations are falling apart. Well, Professor Nipples is getting a little upset. Uh, Job has become one with the beyond. Singularity. But I do. I created an artificial, <laughs> artificial intelligence god. I have lost control. What will they say at the institution? He looks like a munchkin in that. Hey, he's wearing his tarred clothes. I think he looks more like a Noopa Oompa in that one. There's definitely something Wizard of Oz going on. He looks like a red, like fucking Roddy Piper right there with blonde hair. What about yeah. no car's extended warranty? This body is no good for me no more. I am now a VR god. He needs crayons to rebuild his body from the wounds. <laughs> Feed me crayons. And coloring books. Get me coloring books and crayons. Pronto. Stat immediately. We're losing them. We need gummy bears and crayons. Quick. Flatline. Come back to me, Joe. Pierce Brosnan looks like he writes poetry. He's a poetry writer now. There once was a man from Nantucket. He told me to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. No, he's just saying nipples over and over and over again. <laughs> nipples, 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 nipples. Hey, hey, you love my nipples? They're rock hard. They're like diamonds, just like yours. We can be nipple brothers. You're my best chesty. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. He's getting angry. Skip together. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's getting into Pierce Brosnan's mind. He's controlling him, trying to. I am going to scan you. I'm going to make you my concubine. I'm going to scan you. Perfect coin. I'm going to scan you. Are you slapping himself? Why are you slapping yourself? Why are you slapping yourself? That's what that reminded me of. Why are you hitting yourself back in the day? Yeah. He's like, he's like, okay, okay, you slap and you touch your nipples. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> did anyone ever, did everyone pretty much see this for the first time on TV? Yeah. I did. I think we rented mm-hmm. it on VHS. I think. Yeah, I, I believe also on on Matt's thing. I think it was a it was a rental from the Blockbuster. Yeah, I think I just saw it like on TV in passing. Mm. I never actually sat down to watch this one until like recently. It's not. I that don't know why, but there's uh, there's a handful of movies in my head where I actually remember certain theatrical um, marketing really well, and. This was actually on that list. So strangely enough, when you think of like visual effects, Job's face, strangely enough, is the first thing I see. And then I'm going through everything to kind of be like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> of the of that era, as we indicated. Yeah. Basically, yes. Who saw the second one? 
Um, I didn't get a see. I didn't. I don't think I seen that one. I don't. One was enough. <laughs> no, the second one did it have Jeff Fahey in it or something? I think else? it did actually. Really? That's scary. Big payday for Jeff Fahey. Hey, because these movies always felt like they could have been um, big, <laughs> lunch and dinner that day. Direct to video, even though they were. You know, it was New Line. Something about these movies, I think they just always had a direct-to-video feel to them. Hello, ma'am. Can I come in and answer your passageway? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. There you go. He's going to plug him good. Yep. Game over. Game over. There he goes. No, he's going to shoot. Oh, Joe wins. <laughs> Fatality. She gave him three in the nipples. Holy shit. Uh, there she goes. She her good. And she got she got about 38 in the nipples. <laughs> oh, fade out. Machine gun action. It's like the next time I tap in, I'm going to get Donkey Kong in there. Uh oh. Bet you are. Job is doing his mind thing. <laughs> going no, to take down Henchman number two and one. Shooting at the head. How can Give you it. shoot something that isn't really there? I'm asking the myself the same question, Bob. Give him the business. He's becoming pixelated. Final form. Final, final form. I'm going to pieces. We had sexual Job. <laughs> I turned had into Richard Job, Lynch. And now, like digital Job. Richard Lynch. I transformed. I like digital Job better. Me too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody, Job does too. That's the problem. And Dean is like, <laughs> man, I think he's breaking bad. Pierce Brosnan is just very concerned that whether or not his nipples are digital. (laughs) Well, you know, Pierce Brosnan is a little tied up now. Yeah. But they are listening still. They are listening and they are still hard. (laughs) Scary. Very scary. Very scary movie. I'm trying to leave you all tied up, but I gotta go. He's back. Oh. You're not happy? Now I'm going to do a lap dance for you. <laughs> oh, chica, wow, wow. Now I'm a turnip. See, this is what we call the lawnmower. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp, chomp. See, Pierce Brosnan's, Pierce Brosnan's bracing it, bracing for it, because Job's going to digitize his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> The bull jack dressed up as Thrawn. Now I'm going to do a lap dance for you, and you're going to love it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I know how I feel about all that. I'm going to put on some Wham! just so you can get in the mood. Oh, God, of course it was Wham! Why wouldn't it be? He controls the grass to eat and decompose the body. Yeah. That's true. Well, you know, that's how you party. That's how you party. <laughs> you always party with grass, and the lawnmower man knows one thing, and that is grass. Yes, he knows all kinds of grass. grass. Yes, all breeds of grass. 
He knows how to smoke it, how to eat it, and how to cut it. Basically. That's he not grows, wrong. He grows it like Bill Murray. In that's, completely in, that's not completely incorrect right there. I don't <laughs> think. Big head D. Norris. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a DEA agent, and my brother-in-law was a meth dealer. I want you to take him out. His name is Heisenberg. Mm. Yes. The old Heisenberg. Look at my lips. Heisenberg. Hindenburg? Job, Heisenberg. Th- that's, that's what happened. Job transformed into the danger. He's the danger zone. He's the stranger danger. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> he is the stranger danger. Highway to the stranger danger zone. Honestly, man, like Highway to the Danger Zone is the best part about Top Gun, but we're not going to get into that conversation. No, right now. that's another commentary itself. Mm. It's true, which we uh, hope we never have. Basically, because if we're ever commenting on fucking Top Gun, I'm out. I'm yeah, I'm tapping out. It'll be a long road. Men, uh, men playing with their toy planes. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, that's how it goes. Don't you judge Alex Hawk. I was playing with my toy planes last night. I bet you were. I'm I'm sorry, Billy. I and will I, never make fun of you and your toy plane. And then I put blade from and torch from Pop Up Master on one and they went zoom, zoom, zoom all over my room, room, room. And I was and I was playing Venga Boys and then I was dancing. And <laughs> next thing I know I was putting on a concert for my for my hey, toy. Hey, 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 Billy, open up the planes coming with a little foodie food. <laughs> Chucky kept saying stop, but I wouldn't because I didn't know how at that point. No means no, Billy. No means no. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, <laughs> <my> people. <laughs> Just to give you that that feel. The little boy helps Pierce Brosnan get untied up, and they're going to go and try to stop Job. I love this chair. You're gonna kill Joe. I'm bringing. That looks a red box movie, right? Yeah, it was. He was he was returning us, uh, return to Salem's Lot. <laughs> the red box, yeah. <laughs> and James was so happy about that. He's mm-hmm. returning in my favorite movie. I can rent it out again. Exactly. <laughs> this piece of shit, to- Michael Moriarty. What the hell was I thinking? It's nothing like the first one. I want to see old people gumming people and pretending to be vampires. I'm telling you, gummy and gummy and gummy. Gummy. Worst eternal lawyer service ever. (laughs) Believe it. Hey, why is it still blue here? Don't you know it's the 90s? We should have left in the 80s. (laughs) Damn it. Get off me. I have to execute this file. Executed, terminate, terminate. It's the only only way we could stop this. Get off. Okay, can we switch to the next scene? The phone's dead. (gasps) I don't know what to do with this phone. Oh, he messed. He melted my engine. How dare dare that phone? Looks like beef jerky in there. How dare that son of a bitch phone. (laughs) And he melted that car. It's fluids. Why don't no. get me excited again? Explosive C. C four. 
four. See me blow you to smithereens. Woo! Oh, I got C4. What happens if I get C5 or C6? This from Roger Moore. Bingo. Listen, Roger I know that I'm Moore. putting you in danger, but can you and your child drive me into a dangerous situation? <laughs> Don't worry. You're old enough, boy. You're, you're at least 10 years old. Listen, you're old enough to know that when shit goes down, you gotta take one for the team. So... <laughs> I guess I guess my question is now, are we more of a fan of nipples Pierce Brosnan or leather jacket Pierce Brosnan? I'd say leather jacket Pierce Brosnan. I'd say leather jacket probably too. Yeah. How about but leather then, jacket with one nip? You still got him. Your nipples are still in there. a mesh top. If I can mesh top with that with that jacket, then I'm on board. That's George Michael. I said been saying that. You've mentioned George Michael and Wham like 38 fucking times tonight. I feel like you have a complex going on here. He has a feeling. He has a feeling. A sensation. It's not a feeling right there. There you got some virtuality, you know, bugs coming at him. Looks like jism. The virtual load. Jism. No. <laughs> it's virtual jism. It's I virtual it. seed. <laughs> it's virtual seed. I'm, I'm going pick to pick all over the place. You all. You're gonna seed us all. Yeah, he's seeding them all. Everyone listening to this is pregnant. The the wild color scheme of this reminds me of uh, Ernest goes to jail at the end. Oh yeah, and he's like, (laughs) and all the colors are all like weird. Yeah, Ernest goes to jail is a really weird movie. Yeah, I love that movie. That 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 was the coolest prison I've ever seen. Those guard costumes, the lighting in there. It's just it, it's yeah. the most stylized jail I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, I was fucking out. Charlie there. Napier is the warden. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Yeah, it was it was it was fucking out there, man. Even as far as Ernest movies go, which were all kind of out there. Yeah. Scared stupid. Um, that holds a special place in my heart. Fantastic movie. Classic, dude. Classic. No. Fantastic movie. Uh oh. He got Uh-oh. shot. Oh, don't did be he? sad, yeah. It was shocking. Yeah, you didn't see that coming unless you seen yeah. the movie. It blasted Jeffrey Lewis. Now he's dead in the real life and the fake. Life. Uh, now he's going to blow you away. So Stick it in your mouth. Stick Scanning. the gun in your mouth. The Kurt Cobain. Ooh. Boom. You know, the the shots the, you, don't, you don't see the shots of the forehead that often. Usually it's at the mouth or under the chin. Yeah. In movies. Most of the time, that's to mask the effect. Mm. Skirt. Returning another Redbox movie. There it is. Uh-oh. Time to hide behind the red chair. Don't hurt me, scary god. I bring more blue mm. lights. He's alien-like. You would assume this dude to be an alien. I bring the 80s with me. Uh-oh, he's being pixelated. Pick some. President of the United States music video. With the President of the United States music video. They were all bald, right? That yeah. even reminded me of them for some reason. Peace even though why, stay in the car. Do you even know why they actually... Called themselves the presidents of the United States. No, I like that band because it actually spells out P 
part U.S. Oh, is that what it is? That was the rumor I heard. Well, POTUS? Beautiful people. Oh, it broke it up into two. I don't know if they broke it up into two words or not. It's one of those weird, like, urban legends I remember hearing years, years, years ago. Yeah. Okay, no, we're I going think... to stay in the car. We we should drive home. Like, it's, a, it's a decent name for a band. I like the name. I think they're great. They got those two heads. Do they have anything else? She's Lump. That's one of the heads. Lump and then Peaches. I remember being their heads. There's a um kitty? A song by cats? I don't fucking know. I think I heard like, I think I've only ever heard Lump and Peaches by them. Not, not my chosen, not my chosen thing. Remember Blur? I remember Blur. They had that like fucking song was like thirty seconds long, just woohoo! And, like, oh, uh, song number yeah. one. Yeah, that was like that. they don't even have a name. The song doesn't even have a name. It's like you know what's short. fucking crazy about that band? They're what? like huge in the UK. I believe like that. huge, huge, but they're a completely different genre. It was only when they tried to break out in America that they go like heavy like that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Fucking weird. Fucking weird. That song was wicked pissa. There you go. Ooh, guns are firing. You know, he ain't playing around no more. Mommy's taking a nap, you know. Oh, I, you know, the shit's room. going down, but I'm taking a nap. And the kid's like, you know, fuck this shit. I'm going to go and help off. my buddy. That's Mommy's dreaming a prodigy. It's the same dynamic as, um, who's the the dude from Pee Wee in Leprechaun? He's, uh, Mark Holton. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Me and, me and Alex. What was his name? Mark Holton. Yeah. The, uh, they have the same, uh, there's another kid, the kid in Leprechaun and him have a, the same dynamic almost as this kid in Jeff Fahey. You know why? There's an element there in both the Jeff Fahey character and the other character from Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. I think it's like something, something missing. Like there might be something missing there. A know. little brain cells? Some brain I wouldn't cells? go that far, but maybe there's a little something missing. Wasn't he also in one of the kids in uh, Angels in the Outfield? Who? The kid from Leprechaun? Yeah, I, I think, think so. he was actually, yeah. Maybe getting confused with Rookie of the Year, another... Uh, yeah, that's, well, they made two baseball movies, I think it was like, you know, in close proximity. Angels well, in the Outfield... Angels in the outfield. I was. I thought that was Elijah Wood. Was maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. He was. He wasn't the main kid. He was like one of the friends of them. Yeah, there's Tony Danza, and then there's Danny Glover's Angels in the Outfield. Daniel Stern, and uh, the same kid from like the kid in King Arthur's Court, which is almost like a fucking the same exact movie, which is weird. His name was Thomas Ian something. Last name escapes me. Not going to work here anymore. Yeah. He wasn't the... No, who's the one who did the America Pie movies? Cause he's, no, Jason Briggs. No, not Briggs. No, no, no. It is that kid. The other, Yeah, it's that kid grown up. It's not the main kid from American Pie, but it's one of the yeah, friends. Yeah, one of the other ones. One that yeah. was dating... Uh, 
Pac, Tara Reed, Pac right? worked with his girlfriend, yeah. yeah. Tara Reed. Tara Reed went back when she was, you know, too hot to trot. Then she looked her most attractive standing next to Hawk. Oh yeah. That's, that's yeah, Hawk, you worked with her within the past few years, didn't you? Yeah. Um Did you do the production with her? Well, they were romantic. Well, uh, she was in Attack of the Unknown. I didn't work with her on that, but in Bloodthirst, I um, had I was in some scenes more of the background when she was on set. Uh, she seemed cool. I mean, I didn't get any like one-on-one time with her, but uh, uh, she had a little dog. She always carried around with her. Um, there was one instance where she had uh, she's a vampire queen, and she had like a long dress. And it got like uh, tangled up in something, but uh, other than that, everything went smoothly. This is what I remember the most from the movie of when these are the yeah sci-fi yeah. Joe is breaking Sci-fi Joe. Well, that's almost like well, you brought up Kane from RoboCop too. I mean, the same almost <clears throat> effects are, are in in that. I feel like when they show him in the digital world, it's kind of along the same effects of these. When he gets angry, where Kane's all angry on the computer screen, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It's pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. Like we're talking it, about a very similar era of time. Yeah, you know, were they made around the same time? Not too far apart. Not too far apart. I think RoboCop Two was either a little bit before or a little bit after this. But they were they were in the same. I, I want to say they're within a year of each other at least yeah. at that most. This is always very. I I found this creepy as a kid, just because it's unnatural and weird, and like the the human face on the, on the like this dude's face is creepy. Yeah, it is. There's something about it. It's got the Max Headroom vibe to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got to be one of the first face scans that ever done. Uh, yeah, it probably is. If not the first, I do have to say I'm That's a huge AI Max right Headroom fan. When I love AI comes to collect, when AI comes to collect, it'll look like this dude right here. Come knocking exactly. on the mental door. When the AI tax me in. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. File. File. I now. am a god. I will torture you until you get the dude was in the Jesus pose not too long ago too. It definitely they definitely ride that God thing. Oh, there's definitely biblical representation in this. Um, I think that's one of the bigger. I wouldn't call it a question, but a statement it makes is that the real God is technology. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I see it happening now too. Yeah, it's a scary thing. And this film does have some relevance, even though it is dated, but it definitely has relevance. What's actually funny is if you think about when you had Job in the uh, the church dealing with the priest, they really, you know, light him up as, you know, almost like a God, Jesus-like figure. And in here, you have Pierce Brosnan's character actually on the cross. And it really gives it more of like the like a Satan and Jesus, you know, Satan tempting Jesus kind of oh, motif yeah. in this. So it's 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 funny because it's you know he sees himself as the Jesus or the godlike character, while in the actual story it's reversed where Pierce Brosnan's the you know the one who's actually the Jesus 
personified almost. And even at this point, uh, Job has to recognize because he finds out the kids in there and the kids, the only person he cares about not getting killed. So he actually releases Pierce Brosnan to go save the kid. I mean, otherwise he would have just said, you know, fuck it, we'll all die together. Mm. So in essence, the kid being stupid coming into the, uh, the, um, Laboratory is actually what saves Pierce. Mm. Now the mom wakes up like, wait a minute, didn't I have a kid? Where's my kid? Did I have a kid? I think so. I was in labor for like five hours. Right? Yeah, just basically, just a big old whoops. Yeah. Come on, kid, get me out of here. If you're going to be stupid enough to come in here, save me. So what's he doing? He's pushing all these buttons. What's he he's trying, trying to, to get out. Well, he's, he's trying to get out because what, what Pierce Brosnan did was he locked him in the VR section in the uh, where they are. Yeah. What Joe wanted to do was like get out on all computers throughout all the different you know access right. points. But Pierce Brosnan put in like a... Uh, like a cyber lock or something to keep him trapped in here. So when the building blows up, in theory, he's supposed to blow up too. And mm-hmm. he's trying to find all the ways to get out his virtual identity out into the other world, into the real world. Yeah. This was before Wi-Fi. Nowadays with Wi-Fi, you can never beat this thing. Yeah, it'd be game over. Just jump. Whoop. Like shocker. You know what I mean? Jump yeah. through the wall. Yeah, and Wi-Fi has gotten so fast these days that it's just like, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at this time it's in the infancy, so all this is you know possible to keep them trapped in there. But if a rogue, I mean, if a rogue AI really went and said, "I'm going to infect every computer in the world," you want to guess how long it would take them to do that? Two it's seconds. Point two seconds. But I think secretly, Joe got out. And he put himself into the doll in the Child's Play remake. <laughs> Probably. Sure. Makes sense. Sure, we'll call the Child's Play remake a sequel to the Lawnmower Man. Why not? <laughs> I like that. I it, it, yeah. Nothing makes sense happen. anymore. We may as well. No. Big fire. Big explosion. Uh, I think Michael Bay came by, uh, by set that day. That's what happened. He was Michael like, what? Bay's like, Wait a minute, have you had the big explosion yet? No. Let me handle it. <laughs> Stand up. He's like dialogue, di- dialogue, plot, pathos. Those things don't matter. All that matters is exploding. Me hold my beer. All that all all beer will make this thing stuff. explode. Exactly. Bada boom, bada boom. That's all matters. Michael it's Bay was like, okay, bring in Three Finger Larry. <laughs> Basically. Why am I calling Three Finger Larry? Bada boom. Because he blew, he blew up the other two. Obviously. Yes. He says, obviously, stand behind me if you want to be safe. Although, wildly, Michael Bay also is responsible for some of the better fucking remakes we have out there in the horror genre. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him that. I mean, you know... Which is strange. But it's strange how he, uh, with the Platinum Dunes, with what he was able to do. I just say keep them away from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was an embarrassment. Yeah. That was terrible. 
The only decent thing I think that came out of that as a fan that I wanted to see was a facsimile of what Crank could possibly look like in some 3D CGI representation. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Uh, was Crank in one of them? I forget. Crank was in the second one. Well, yeah, I've seen them both in theaters with my nephew. And I forgot he was even in it. And the only reason why I even watched the first one is because I think it's Michelangelo has Ghoulies poster in his bedroom. That's funny. I didn't hate on them. They were all right for what they were. Now, Lawnmower Man has finished. And it leaves the, the, the possibility that he did finally escape through one entry point. So, yes. Job is out there. He's out Job there. is in the ether. He's in the ether, Roman, dude. With Horace Pinkett chilling. Yeah, he's with Horace Pinker, exactly. Pinker, the Pinker man. Arguing back and forth. Who is a god? Pinker just keeps stabbing him, but he just laughs at him. Pinker is more oh, bad. Yeah. He's a badass dude. I wouldn't want to fuck with him. I'd Pinker limps away, and Job makes fun of him. And he said, I used to walk like that. And then they have the cyber fight. The cyber I fight. used to walk like that. That's funny. I don't know. I think Joe would get get you know done in by the, you know Shocker would eat him up, dude. I don't think he can stand a chance. Shocker, Picker was fucking hard to the core, dude. He was probably one of the most brutal, vile serial killer, you know, type vibes in. in, in like I'd pr- probably put him in top five of all the bad bad guys, serial killer bad guys in movies, serial killer wise, you know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe top ten. But yeah, that was the... Yeah, Billy. I think Wes had something definitely brewing that could possibly turn into something, but unfortunately it didn't. What, Craven? With doing Shocker? Yeah, with doing Shocker, yeah. I, I th- well, I mean, I thought that the character was really good. I mean, there's there's some imagery in that in, in Shocker that are really scary and intimidating, you know what I mean? Like, I think they got it across. They got, they, they got like, what they were going for across, but I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting deal. Peter Berg went on to a hell of a career as well. Yeah. Not a big fan. Not a big fan. But he was in Shocker, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm more of a uh, more of a fucking, uh, what is it? The fucking yeah, battle, <laughs> what is it? Battle Boats, whatever the fuck. What's the game? Battlebots. Battle no. Battletoads? Shit, battleship, battleship. Battleship. I'm more of a battleship fan. I ruined my own joke. I'm more of a battleship fan, tell you the truth. I liked um the great white hype. I liked he was That was a great movie. That was fun. But after that, that's kind of where it stops for me and Eric Berg. But, you know, the lawnmower man, dude. The lawnmower man. The lawnmower man. Oh, yeah, so I, don't, I think everybody's opinion is still kind of the same on it. I love okay. this movie. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's I mean, it's sad that you know Stephen King uh, was not happy with it. I can understand you write something, someone puts your name on it, someone uses your title, but yet does something totally different. Yeah, but I mean, from what I know of the original story and. And this, I think this is a uh, one of the few times where this is a lot better than the original story. <clears throat> You're passionate about that. That made you emotional. Yeah. Yes. I'm crying. 
I, I can't uh, Hawk sobbing. Hawk is sobbing. I can't, I can't even... help it. I love James and Jeff Fahey's nipples. James, he loves you. Oh, boy. The, oh, um... boy. I always love James. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, this movie, it takes some really big swings thematically. Um, probably bit off more than it could chew in that regard as far as, like, holding the narrative together. Yeah. You know? It's definitely not great by any fucking means. But for the time, moment of the of the era, mm-hmm. it definitely had some technical achievements on the CGI side. Because like we said, this is a pre-Jurassic Park CGI movie, which... At the time, that was still a pretty novel idea. You know, we'd only had a couple that had come out before this. I mean, it was like Young Sherlock Holmes, Terminator 2, The Abyss. And I think that was really the only three movies that were really in the conversation before Lawnmower Man even came out. Yeah. So we're talking about like some big technical leaps and big thematic leaps. But ultimately, it just kind of just doesn't come together. In my opinion, it's not a good movie. It's an enjoyable watch, though. You know mm. what I mean? It's it's not it's not like trying to sit through Return to Salem's Lot where you just want to <laughs> kind of dig both of your fucking thumbs into your eyes and just rip them out because it's just so that it's just terrible and boring. At lies, least it's, lies. lies. Like you could be a bad movie, but you've got to be entertaining at the yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's fine if you make a bad movie, great, but at least entertain me. So at least this movie accomplishes that. It, it's entertaining. Even if it doesn't quite land the mark on everything it wants to do, yeah. it's not a boring film. No, I agree with that. Jess, what do you think? I think the movie was like it wasn't terrible. Eh. I think I it felt like forever for me because I watched the director's cut and a, like a lot of the scenes were just elongated, you know, yeah. and like it was a little different. But and I don't really know the the original story, so I don't know how to. Compare it. I've just heard what you guys said. It was about a dude who ends up being naked, eating grass with the lawnmower, moving by Living itself. Living the good life, we'll call it. I think I'd prefer the original, like the original story. Well, the short story, right? Did anybody know how long the short story actually is? A couple pages? or Like 19 pages or something. Like that. It's not even 20 pages. See, because with, with the short story, it's tough because you got to put a lot of add your own shit to it. So to yeah. speak, you know what I mean. So that's probably why Stephen King. Well, I, I mean, the thing is, you take for example, I we're going to see it sooner or later, uh, which is uh, like Secret Window, which is also a short story by Stephen King. Yeah. Which you know, <clears throat> I thought was you know elongated and made a great uh, film within itself. Yeah. You can definitely do it. Honestly, I think it's easier to take a short story. And elongate it into a a good film, then taking a novel and then condensing it into a good film. Absolutely, I I, I agree I with agree that one hundred percent. Hardest talk. It's from a writing standpoint, it's it's very it's harder to take away things than it is to add them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Addition is a lot easier in writing than subtraction. You ask a writer to embellish and, and and go into detail with something, he's like, "All right, let's get down, let's do it." 
You yeah. ask him to take something away, it's like... Ah. Yeah, it's like, well, if I take this away, then I'm not And this gets this fucked up. If I take this away, it fucking ruins this. Exactly. Yeah. It becomes a thing where you really do, like, just have to tear the whole thing down and rebuild it from the floor up. Yeah. And sometimes when you rebuild it from the floor up, it becomes very, 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 very fucking different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As is the case with Lawnmower Man, even though it's a short, it's based on a short story. The short story and the, the, the film couldn't be further apart. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for shizzle. You know? And there's a sequel, too. Ah. Maybe we'll have to do the sequel, too. Apparently, it was a giant flop. Well, this would, this felt kind of like a giant flop, too, though. <laughs> they made 10 million in profit, so. But how much did it cost to make? It was yeah. like thirty-five. How no, much? that's how much they made was thirty-five. Million? So they they probably spent like twenty-five to to buy it to make it. Yeah, they probably barely recoup their money back. Yeah, mm. yeah, with marketing and all that, they probably didn't promote. Guess what movie was right after this one in like the charts, though? I assume okay. they had to have made some money for them to give them the sequel, though. Yeah, it had to it had to have turned to a profit to some degree, you know. But 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 it was new line, and you know they were you know were always looking at you know possible franchises. I mean, you know, Freddy was the house that uh you know that built Nightmare, so I wouldn't be surprised because Bob Shea was still the president there, and you know he was probably looking at different properties to be like, well, you know, maybe we'll just retain the sequel rights if we yeah. can. If we want to, we'll do something. And, you know, I mean, fuck, I don't know. New Line can do whatever the fuck they want because now I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, now they're not even a company anymore. They're just no, a label that Warner smacks in front of their horror stuff. That's yeah. pretty much all New Line does. Um, but before Lord of the Rings, this was the kind of movie you could get made at Luke. New line. They, yeah. they 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 took they took those those hail marys. They took those big those big swings. Yeah, this would not fly at New Line anymore. Even when New Line began, like post Lord of the Rings, New Line, this wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Like it just that's not a movie they would have made because they were off making fucking the It remake and making out seven hundred and eighty million fucking dollars off of a horror movie, which is like the most unheard of shit on the face of the earth. <laughs> cool. oh, it's funny you mentioned that James, because uh do you know anywhere online if uh that Peter Jackson was it Freddy's re- revenge that he wrote a draft for? He did. He no, it wasn't Freddy's Revenge. Actually, it was uh, not, it was uh, Dream Warriors. It was Nightmare oh, Three. Oh, okay. okay. I thought it was later one. I didn't realize it. No, was it was Dream Nightmare. Th- it was it was Nightmare Three. A whole <laughs> bunch of people came in to write drafts of Nightmare Three before they went back to Craven. Four, yeah, I think four was that way too. I think. Yeah, it was. They, it was a real free for all with the fucking Frank Darabont. I mean, Frank Darabont. That was took a crack at Frank. Dar- Frank Darabont took a crack at three. That was um. Yeah, it was a bunch of bunch of big names that weren't really big names at the time were taking swings at nightmare movies because they were just everybody pitch us. That's mm-hmm. how they operated back then. Yeah. Like everybody show everybody pitch us and the best man wins, you know? 
They had so many amazing people. You know, you're right. That just, you know, went in for pitches that went on to other successes in the industry. Yeah. I mean, they all have to start somewhere and they're not king. They yeah. aren't kings now. It's true. You know? Where'd Alex go? I miss my buddy Hawk. He disappeared. He'll be back. He'll be back. I miss Hawk. Well, we all missed the Hawk. Imagine we never came back. That was the last we ever seen him. No. He didn't die or anything. He just doesn't want to deal with us. Don't yeah, he got too famous. I don't exactly blame him, but. <laughs> well, we should probably wrap up the show a little bit. Probably. Not wait for the big man. He'll be back by the end. Uh, yeah, we hope everybody liked this, uh, episode. We got Jesse and Billy got a new show on the old network. Blood and Bud. Bloody Buddy! Mixing up. Blood and Bud. Mixing up the makeup weed culture. You know what I mean? You can check that out wherever you listen. Brand new show. Check us out. If you like horror movies. You like talking a little bit about Mary Jane experiences and hearing my weird drug stories. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have so many fun, you know, anecdotes of certain substances. That's just a fun time, and we also talk about horror movies and you know, kind of how there are certain movies that have kind of drug culture in them, poking fun and like, well, not poking. Find just you know talking like the evil bong series and you know shrooms and you know all these other types of movies that you know have uh you know some interesting components to them yeah not to mention all the random guests that we're gonna have that are like in the music industry and how marijuana has benefited all of their lives in such a great way like alex now eating the award goes to good job jesse thank you is he eating a donut? Are you eating no. a bagel or a donut? A bagel. That's all. He's eating a cookie. Uh, Don't worry, I made the whole myself. <laughs> yeah. Anybody looking to support, we got the Patreon, Boombastic Streaming. You know what I mean? Uh, if you like listening to the dead kids, there's some dead kids. You can watch some dead kids. And a lot of the you back. See your face? See the face. Yeah. Little, you know, all the new episodes are dropping through, and then uh, a lot of the archive episodes can be caught on there. So, if you want to see, go see. Uh, Alex, James, do you guys want to push anything? You want to push anything to the masses of dead kids out there? You guys pushers? Yeah, push your drugs. Drugs and alcohol? alcohol. Upcoming stuff. I know Hawk wants to push his cameo, actually. Well, if if you guys like listening to me or uh, seeing some stuff I've been in, and you guys want a little shout out to uh, a friend for a birthday, uh, holiday, or uh, just want to see my lovely face and keep it forever, feel free to uh, hit me on, on Cameo. It's only twenty dollars. It'll help uh, keep me off the streets and out of like uh, cardboard boxes underneath the freeway. Uh, that would be appreciated. Um, also, if you guys got Amazon Prime, you want to check out Bermuda Island, the movie I uh, was in that just got released, that'd be awesome. And, uh, and of course, always come and check out 
Boombastic Media and everything that we do. We got more uh, shows like this coming along on the way. And and like I said, I mean, you got Matt, me, James, Jess, Billy, and and the whole 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 gang here at, all the time. And we love doing this, and we uh, hope hope you love it too. Hope you love it too. Oh, my heart just uh, four sizes. And uh, as far as I go, um, if you guys want to go over to it came from the five hundred eight dot com, keep on the uh, lookout for my new podcast, which is called Beneath the Red Umbrella. And we tell we're going to be telling people spooky stories in a very interesting way. So keep on the lookout for that. I dig, I dig, I dig. I'm going to be checking for it, buddy. I'm going to feast my ear peepers on that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So well, with that being said, you know, we'll wrap it on up. Dead Kids of Dairy is a proud member of the Boombastic Media Network. And uh, we hope everybody out there had fun. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. We're all the dead kids.